So I was listening to a recent episode of The Terror Table, and Mitch was interviewing uh, a guest by the name of Jay something. <laughs> my, my brain is shut down. But uh, he is a, an Asian fella, and they were talking about Hong Kong cinema, and that in Hong Kong, um, they don't have... Uh, and maybe it's like in, in, in greater areas of Asia, but they don't have floors numbered four, uh, four or 14 because oh. it's a superstitious number to them. Hmm. I thought, boy, that's silly. And I thought, well, shit, we don't have like hotels or, or buildings with 13th floors here. And I thought, God damn, why do we do this? Like, are, are we all really that superstitious? It seems so like antiquated. So would you guys stay on the 13th floor of mm. a hotel? Like, it, or, or is that too too weird for you i would have no problem with that yeah i, I, I prefer it I, oh there you go <laughs> yeah i don't like elevators so i wouldn't like going up there but we recently stayed on the 43rd floor and i survived that elevator every time so wow so i could i could do a 13th floor i uh i feel like i should be more afraid of 14th floors now brent or fourths <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. know what that superstition is but yeah I that feel like weird that might be i'm like i've never heard of it it's probably more dangerous i think uh the word for like translated mm. over into uh i don't know if it's mandarin or, or what it is but it like it's very close to like like die or death oh. and then like 14 is like for real death or whatever <laughs> you're like i don't know the language but i'm it's pretty like, sure i was in case i was unclear you put a one in front of this and that means for certain death but yeah, I, I like I don't see what the the problem would be with with staying yeah. on the thirteenth floor. It's just like it doesn't really mean anything. It's like a spooky number, but well, know. it just cracks me up too because every time I've seen that in an elevator, I'm like, so the fourteenth floor though is the thirteenth floor then? Mm, yes. Like you're not fully, you didn't take yeah. it away. You can't physically change that. They it's not like there's an empty thirteenth floor, right? Like so they're be. just like we're not gonna count this. Have you ever stuck your head out in between? I mean. Is there empty 13th floors that I didn't know about in most buildings? Well, that would be amazing. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know either. <laughs> You're saying pretty definitively, and I'm like, I, yeah, that's true. I shouldn't say that. I haven't been in an elevator in a while, actually. So maybe they've changed. I don't even know what's going on. Honestly, like, are those a thing now? When, <laughs> yeah. when I'm in an elevator, it seems like none. They skip all sorts of floors. I'll, I get on elevators, and they'll be like, oh, "You're on the fifth floor." I'm like, I'm on the ground level. How am I on the fifth oh, floor? Oh yeah. <laughs> They really do mess things up with those too when there's like a basement or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I don't know where I'm at. I'll just look for that star. Yeah. I when we were there. in that hotel with the, uh, <laughs> when we were staying on the 44th floor, they, it went up to like 72. Um, I really wanted to go play the elevator game. Do you know that game? Are you familiar with Which it? Which one? Okay. So you're, I, I read it and I've heard it multiple times, but I don't know the exact way you play it. But you, you go down, you have to be a building that's taller than 20 floors. You go down to the first floor and you get on the elevator and you go like to the 10th floor. Then you go to like the second floor and you go to like the 15th floor. And at some point, a little girl's supposed to come onto the elevator with you. <laughs> okay. okay, so what? <laughs> this is like, a, like in the, you're in the mirror doing like a candy man type of thing, this but is it's that, like yeah, elevator dance. Yeah, yeah. So at some point, a little girl comes onto the, and you're not supposed to look at her or talk to her. Then you go back to the 10th floor. And at that point, you can exit the elevator, but you will no longer be in your world. Okay, you'll go outside, but you're not supposed to lose track of the elevator. You got to keep track of the elevator while you're exploring this ultimate world that you're in. 
and then you can go back and then you repeat the order in reverse to get off the elevator that's it what if like whenever you go back to the elevator chris hansen is there and he's like have a seat <laughs> and you're like i was just walking around with these wine coolers i was trying to find my own hotel room I d- this was for me. I don't know who this little girl is. I wasn't trying to get away with anything. Someone should have tried that on that show. I was just playing. <laughs> this was a supernatural game. Man, I used to watch that show all the time, and it was just like so gratifying to see these fucking pieces of shit get like uh, caught, right? And then there was this one time where this guy, he said that he had like a written note in his glove box that said, I'm going there just for like friendship and I don't intend to do anything. (laughs) So he was like in his head, he was prepared to be accosted by the to catch a predator crew. But he was like, this is foolproof. I'll just handwrite a note and put (laughs) this in my glove box. But it's like, man, come on, you had to know better. Like. That's, that's like even more guilty than if you didn't write that note, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Man, I love that show too. And I, I normally hate any kind of entrapment or anything, but like these people were trying to fuck little kids. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty bad. Yeah. I was like, fuck those guys. Yeah. yeah. Kind of entertaining seeing them get caught. Oh, yeah. And then like tackled, where like Chris Hans is like, okay, you can go ahead and leave. And then like, oh, that's the, the, you know, like the, the first couple of seasons, they're like, oh, I can just go. And they're like, yeah. And they just walk out the door and they get like <laughs> fucking bum rushed. But then like later seasons, people would be aware that they were on the show and like, oh, fuck, here we go. And so the, I remember seeing one guy, he like opened up one of the wine coolers and like tossed it back. He's like, pfft. Well, I guess here we go. And so he like <laughs> walked for the door and he got he he just like stopped as soon as he stepped outside and he still got fucking tackled to the ground. It was incredible. What a show. I think I think Chris Hansen like got in trouble for like stuff later on. I think he would, like had separate issues was, or something I, like I that. I was but. just on his Wikipedia because I was like, I thought something happened to him that yeah. he was like embroiled in something. But then I just want to say I don't know. I can't find that information. I don't know what what happened to him. But there there was a show in 2015 he was trying to do as a spinoff of To Catch a Predator called Hanson versus Predator. <laughs> I believe from what I'm reading on here, it is Wikipedia. It's definitely true. It was bringing in the actual Predator. That's got to be true, right? Oh, that's a dr- yeah. yeah that's no matter be. no matter who loses, we win. You know? Can you imagine those guys? Like they're like, I can leave my my, my wine coolers. I can leave right now. And he's like, Yeah, totally. And they get out there. There's like fucking like laser beams like going through their head. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It'd be a new twist. Hmm. Be like a, that show. a weird crab face looking man in fishnets standing out there <laughs> with a shoulder bazooka. Hell yeah. Get the I have a note. I have a note. I'm just here for friendship. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the predator uh, has to have like Google translate into those like weird like uh, symbols that it has on his little like digital readout oh, yeah. risk communicator thing. You know, this guy is a predator too. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. it. Predator 2, Danny Glover's here. <laughs> so the problem I have with Predator, and this is goes with most alien movies, is mm-hmm. that so the Predator's all badass. He's got all, he fucking kills everything. Super tough, macho Predator. But who built his ship? I mean, there's some, there's got to be nerdy Predators, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a oh, it's got to be a bunch of sciencey geek ass Predators. Oh, I really like nerdy Predator. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Huh? With like big old glasses and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was watching Critters uh, like a yeah. month ago, and they fly a ship, and I'm like, so they're smart enough to fly a ship. I mean, they gotta have geeky ass critters. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The critters don't even have arms, right? Don't they just roll around? 
They have little hands that pop out. They do have a little. Okay, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, at the remedy of that, I guess. So they could build that ship at least. But I mean, so yeah, they talk to each other. So I'm like, mm-hmm. they have a whole language. There's, but then they're running around just ah, eating everything, and I'm like, these are not no the middle. smartest predators or, <laughs> yeah. or or critters. Yeah, yeah, you have no middle ground. You got just your brutes, and then you won't show us your nerds. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> show us your nerds. We demand it. Yeah. Shows your predator nerds even better. I yeah. like that. Well, uh, do you want to go ahead and jump into this? I think I think it's time. So uh, uh, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where we are joined by two excellent guests today. Uh, returning. Oh, wow. I just realized your names are off on the Zoom thing. Uh, <laughs> one returning guest and, uh, and, uh, and Rachel. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello. And uh, your husband, uh, Eric, is also on the show. And Brent has been on your podcast twice now, right? I yes. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right yeah, Eric so. is the host of the True Criminals podcast. Rachel's been on there numerous times as well. And, oh, she's uh, been criming. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Well, she's, she's been on there uh, chastising people for littering. Check those outtakes yeah. uh, for that. But, <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, Eric, welcome to the show. Uh, it's, it's been a long time. Uh, that we've been planning to have you on. So uh, one half of the the hosts of the show have made it. So we, we <laughs> mostly kept our word. But yeah. So, well, uh, I've been tell, guest so, hosting yeah. his show. So technically oh, okay. right now in Canada, you know. Yeah, you do technically have the whole team here. Yeah. Hey. Oh, perfect. Okay. Currently uh, until like two o'clock today. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> There's what, a when I hand over my co-hosting duties. <laughs> A previous guest of yours, of, of your show, Ross Lichtai, is mm-hmm. going to be guest hosting today. So I'm oh, nice. Oh, nice. Okay. We're, we're recording later today. Very cool. I, I'm curious about this show, too, like where how it came about and uh, and how it's going. Um. So, yeah, I, one day, I, me and my friend Scott, who co-hosts the majority of the show, uh, we always send each other messages back and forth, just stupid jokes all day. It's like, that's how we've been friends for 20 years sweet and when it, we pitched movie ideas a lot etc and one day i was like "Ooh, what about a podcast where we just talk uh, we probably were telling each other stories about some fucked up shit we had to just done <laughs> <laughs> so we were like what about a podcast where you talk to regular people about the fucked up shit they've done and so there you go <laughs> right it. on so, so you just have people on who, and they're like anonymous is the idea, right? Like, even though it's, if they, if they want to be, yeah, if they want to yeah. be anonymous, because I mean, I kind of, I really like the anonymous guests a lot because they're, uh-huh. they're willing to tell us about some really bad stuff. They yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, we get a lot of other podcasters and people, comedians and stuff like that on as well. And, you know, they, they got stuff to plug. So, yeah. But then, they yeah, also, so then they'll say like, oh, that's actually me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then they won't tell us about the time they, you know, robbed a bank or something. Well, that's what I'm like. I don't know. Like everybody, I guess, has some fucked up shit, especially as like kids, or teenagers, right? Like we all did random shit. And I thought about like Brent going on your show, and I was like, what? What could Brent have done in his past? Like just knowing Brent for so long, I'm like, what? He just seems like an angel. I just don't know what he could have done, you know. But I also am like, would I want to go on and and spill my beans? I don't know. I. I do you really, are you anonymous? Is it like, do you want to, like Brent was like, you know, whatever he'll talk about that. He was on the show, obviously, but I'm like, 
you'd want to be anonymous. You'd want your guests to be anonymous to, to have them actually feel free to, to share all that stuff. Right. Uh, it's just such an interesting concept for a show. Well, we put a disclaimer in the front. <laughs> so, so if the cops come knocking. Statue of Liberty. It's like one of the Chris Hansen yeah. notes at the oh, front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, yeah. You should listen to Brent's episode, though. His crimes are adorable. It was, uh, I was just looking it up. It was, it was episode seven and here we are on episode 227 of our show. So just a very small chasm between those episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just keep plugging away. You'll get there. Mm -hmm. If you, if you also have the dumb inclination to start a podcast, which you have, uh, and then you have that same inclination for years to keep that shit going for no reason. You could, you could do that too. You could Mm -hmm. also waste your life this way. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not as easy as I thought it would. <laughs> it does take some work. It does yeah. take some work, especially on on our end. Uh, we we like to have guests on, but sometimes we're just like, Ugh, let's just do a show with just you and I, because it's just like, oh yeah, you know, we talk about you just it, yeah. want to talk with your with your <laughs> friend. But like, and I, I like speaking with people, but all the coordination that goes into mm-hmm. it, and you have guests on almost every episode. So can you speak to that as far as like yeah, the planning that, ahead? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so you guys record every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes, early in the morning for yeah. the Lord. And so, praise be. Yeah, I had to skip church to make this. So, like, <laughs> oh, uh, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus sheds a tear for you. <laughs> I've got enough, you know, punches in the card to skip a day. Oh yeah. So, uh, but yeah, recording with guests like that's part of the, like the reason. Like we've been uh, Scotty, who's the regular co-host. He's not been for one. He makes nutcrackers for a living. So like <laughs> what? Wow, he he should be on this show apparently. <laughs> so, like, are you, because he's like because he's an MMA fighter or he actually <laughs> manufactures nuts. He makes or nutcrackers. Nutcrackers, that's what he does. That's Interesting. his full-time job. He they're custom, you know. Mm-hmm. He doesn't build them, but he like paints them and designs oh, yeah, right them. So yeah, he'll so. do like pop culture characters oh that's actually like pretty badass In- interesting so <laughs> yeah. so he designs nutcrackers and he had to take some time away from the podcast this holiday season hmm. can we confirm whether or not he lives in the north pole <laughs> does he know santa <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen him in person in a while. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. okay. So, have you ever seen him and Santa Claus in the same room mm, together? I have not. Hmm, he does have a beard. Yeah. Uh, the truest crime of all, <laughs> Scotty is Santa. Both both of their names begin with S, allegedly. Wow. I don't know. I haven't looked it up. But but so, yeah, because of that, he obviously is very busy during, like, apparently they have to stop taking orders in October to prepare wow. for the Christmas season. And so his time was really packed in and, you know, it's just, it's a grind sometimes when you're, you're having guests on all the time. So it was just mm-hmm. scheduling was getting rough. So yeah, that's why Rachel's been guest host. She's doing three guest spots in a row. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Ross is going to do a couple guest spots and then we'll be into January by that point and we'll see what happens mm-hmm. up to there, but it's really tough to get Cause I got to go. I have so many, get, uh, every episode has a guest. So I got to yeah. record on Sunday. Otherwise uh, I mean, I can record on Sunday if the guest is open to Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Do you like move your times around just to fit whoever? Yeah. I mean, we function around all the available time slots that yeah, yeah. me and the other hosts will have. Yeah. Yeah. Which is basically could be any day, seven days a week. Yeah, but it's like so much to plan that to like get guests uh, to work times around it. And then like, like Brent was saying, even even just like t- 
talking on the show, it's like you have to involve the guest. You have to like you host differently that way. Like for ours, like where we are mostly just the two of us, and then we have guests on sometimes. Like it's a different dynamic for our show yeah. when people. So are you guys on, right? are going to record this, and this is going to be one recording. Sit down, and we're done, and we're going to have one episode done. Mm. Uh, like Ross and I are going to record later today. We're going to just interview, and then I'll have mm. to coordinate with him to do an intro, intro, and then an outro for it that mm-hmm. in an episode mm-hmm. so it's actually two sit down recordings each oh wow yeah episode. so even more yeah and then the editing and stuff like yep. that's what we just basically gave up on which uh <laughs> i recommend but it's easy for our show where we're just talking shit all the time but uh well i have an editor format so. oh cool okay so is helps. it rachel no <laughs> <laughs> then it literally would just be oh there's the entire thing <laughs> i like so because they, because a lot of people stay anonymous, they bleep a lot. So yeah. someone who's staying oh. anonymous may accidentally say the name of their hometown or may name cross streets or something. And all that shit has to be bleeped. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so, a yeah, lot of effort. Like, yeah. So I think I didn't get a long time. Yeah. I mean, we've had guests on who like, man, just don't understand that. <laughs> Even though they know they're going to be anonymous. <laughs> And so they'll like they'll give out the phone number to the restaurant they were at. Or kind of people who will be like, I was out with Mark and John, and we went to the subway on 66th Street. You're like, Lisa was working. Yeah, yeah. We had this guest on Qbert, and I use everybody takes on a video game name for their anonymity. Anyway, because of the guests or anonymous, we we use these video game names. And then we used sounds from the video games for mm. the bleeps. So oh, that's had, awesome. When we had Qbert on, yeah, it was uh, a lot of the little jumping noise that Qbert makes. But he, man, he was telling like all the details and street names, his name, all the people involved in these crimes. <laughs> and like, it's not even the fact that like some of the stuff's illegal and you don't want to get caught. Sometimes you, you shouldn't be out there telling other people's crimes you know like like if yeah you and i are friends doesn't mean you can go onto a podcast and tell them by the time i did some fucked up shit you know so right yeah and kubert like he's doing all this and then we put in all these bleeps and it's just like (laughs) it's like you're playing a game of kubert yeah i uh that is interesting though like i mean that's a lot of effort to put in to like keep the the guests anonymous you know so mm. uh i guess it's worth it at the end but um well if people listened it would be <laughs> <laughs> i hear you brother <laughs> one day that's the thing like brent and i used to like i used to edit out like every little sniffle or cough or like any like literally um, any sound that happened in the room yeah. you know mm-hmm. and I yeah. just, it's just too much now yeah those early episodes were pretty good of yours <laughs> i was talking about yours back when yeah. you used to edit <laughs> it used like to be the, great the the editing was better but like the the content was like mm. it, the the show has definitely changed over the the last 200 something yeah episodes, hopefully that's but... improved yeah maybe we've tightened <laughs> things up knowing yeah. we were gonna edit shit anyway mm. yeah um, revenge of the titan right mm. is that what it is mm. remember the titan <laughs> tighten up that's what we say when we edit right yeah we always yeah we're we listen we put on remember the titan soundtrack Mm -hmm. and then uh we tighten it up yeah 
we just like sometimes I'll freeze frame Ethan Supley on my screen. I'm like, oh, do it man. for him. You know? So Brent, do you have a, a big uh Yes, thank thing, you for noticing. A big dick. No. <laughs> you have a big thing for Remember the Titans, the movie? Uh no, sometimes it's just my go-to reference. Okay, because you and Rachel grew up in the same town and yes. so you guys went to the same school and yeah. had the same teachers and rachel mm-hmm. went had some class where she watched so remember the time my drama class okay never mind then we had a oh. drama class <laughs> <laughs> with mrs cook oh really yeah what crimes did she do i don't remember this yeah what kind of well <laughs> i think she might have been up to some shit but like uh damn i didn't realize Is she that. the one that made everybody post shirtless no that was mrs mullen oh. <laughs> wait what <laughs> They went to a very weird school. We had this one English teacher who was like in charge of the yearbook. And Brent probably remembers this, but every year she would like handpick some senior guys and make them post shirtless for a photo. Yeah, but I mean, like it was for it was for English class. You had to pick sides. You were either nouns or verbs, and it was like the equivalent of shirts versus skins. So I mean, I'll do. take a I don't picture of my yearbooks later. I'll send you guys a picture. Were you ever picked for this? I guess Brent, you weren't because you don't see for real. No, probably not. Yeah, clearly not. Right? <laughs> oh, Brent didn't make the cut. No, no. I just it was all white people though, so that's probably yeah, that's why I was wondering. Um, yeah. There were literally probably how many non-white people in our graduating class? You and Clinton? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. If I remember correctly, that would have to be it. And I, I'm like half white, so that's, you know, that, that barely even counts. Uh, yeah. But yeah, wh- th- I'm glad you guys brought this up because, Stephen, you moved to Texas, what, like close to a decade ago? Yeah, Somewhere roughly, around yeah. that time. And then uh, my friend Alyssa and her husband at the time also moved to Texas around that time. And then the other two people I was close to that moved to Texas around that same time were Eric and Rachel. So oh. that was like the, the big annex to move <laughs> south. They were giving we us land to... here, so we were. <laughs> Are you guys in Texas now? Yeah. Oh, I thought you guys were in Oklahoma. I we're those... in like by Dallas. Okay, right on. I didn't know that. That's why we I, you might have told me that before, to but I totally forgot. You know, from the last time you were on the show, because mm-hmm. whenever I do a podcast, I immediately forget everything as we move <laughs> forward because it's just too much mentally to to keep track of. But uh, Stephen has a policy of I'll remember it later when I listen back to it, which I'll never do, which I never do. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect plan yeah, really that's great yeah <laughs> this podcast is a time capsule for steven's memory yeah someday <laughs> yeah man so then like once we're all old and have alzheimer's you can listen back to this and be like, be like oh this? that's what the yeah but because you have alzheimer's and these shows always run so long you'll never have enough time to go through and listen to all these oh yeah so it's just like the same like first three episodes over and over again I'm gonna and people <laughs> People are like, God, Spider I'm so driver. tired of hearing about Baby, yeah. Baby Driver. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Baby Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys talk a lot about Baby Driver? That was like our first episode was yeah. Spider-Man, one of the Spider-Man. Homecoming? Spider-Man Homecoming and wow. Baby Driver, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know that guy's a molester, right? <laughs> Spider-Man? <laughs> Listen, you can't talk about Peter Parker that way. Just, yeah. There's Peter. How dare you? Um, yeah, that, that movie... Uh, has problematic people in it. I think yes. actually not even persons, people, unfortunately. But yeah. you know, it's such a great movie. I know, it right? Is. Yeah, I can't. That's the thing. I still, I still, I can't fault it for that. Yeah, I even like read about. Um, people were talking on Reddit the other day about American Beauty, and they were like, 
you know, talking about the the merits of it as a, a film or whatever. And I was like, I still like that movie. I just don't like that guy, guy anymore. But I fucking loved his acting for a long ass time. Yeah. It's hard to separate of that. I kind of like him more now. Oh man, <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> really did. Well, he does these creepy like... Christmas videos every year. Oh, that is. Did he do another one? I, don't, I haven't. He seen did that new one. one. That was fucked up, man. Wait, what was it? It was like right after he got canceled. He came in character. He did a Christmas video like at his kitchen counter, as like the the House of Cards character, or whatever. Oh. And he's basically like he's like looking at the camera. And he's like, "You guys know you want me back." I'm your favorite actor. It's so smug. He's done, oh he's done a couple of them. He's oh, my God. It's so weird. Yeah, because like he so didn't want outside. Too. Oh, yeah? yeah? Oh, man. There's more I need to catch up with. It's yeah. very strange. <laughs> you got to watch them all, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, you got to watch them gotta... all and his whole catalog of work. But it's like I saw another thing with like Mel Gibson the other day and Mel Gibson's one I just really gave up on. I just don't like anything new. I'm just like, I don't care anymore. I just don't want to see any of this mm-hmm. older yeah, stuff. I feel maybe. like I feel like if it's stuff that you've already seen, it it works a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you, you can separate the the art from the artist a little bit more, whereas like newer stuff. I was like, no, nah, I can't. can't well, you do know, it. they they removed Lethal Weapon five and six from Hulu. Wait, there were what? <laughs> They removed uh, Lethal Weapon 5 and 6 from Hulu. There's a 5 and 6? Well, they made them on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but then okay, they were... Wow. <laughs> is it real, a... though? No, they're not real. Okay. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen It's Always Sunny? Only like a handful of episodes. Yeah, same. Yeah. So there's, there's two episodes. They're like a couple years apart. They made Lethal Weapon 5, and someone does blackface in it. Oh, I, think, I think two a couple of people do blackface and then a, like a couple years later they made lethal weapon six and i they might do blackface again they do yeah they do blackface again. but it's you know it's because they're supposed to be really shitty people i was gonna say yeah. it kind of fits with the shtick right like, yeah yeah then the other day and they were like our characters will never get better they'll never be yeah. become better people that's not the point and so mm-hmm. then yeah, yeah they that Hulu removed those episodes. Oh after yeah, but because George of Mel Gibson. Floyd was murdered. <laughs> oh Floyd yeah, murdered, I thought that, I was like, did Mel Gibson guest star on Always Sunny? And like, <laughs> yeah, make some like, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was lost in the thread for a little bit, but I found my way back. <laughs> it was to cross promote Daddy's Home too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they they did the same thing mm. with Scrubs, right? Like there was that episode where. Um, uh, Zach Braff, he wore blackface. It was like as a punchline to a joke, but uh, I, I remember hearing on the like Scrubs podcast because I wanted to listen to that episode specifically mm. where he was talking with uh, his guest host. I uh, can't remember his name. God, uh, this is not a good look. Me not re- being able is to remember Donald the black guy's name. Yeah, there we go. Uh, they were talking about it and how like weird it was. And at the time, they didn't think a whole lot about it because they they thought the joke was making fun of Zach Braff's character, but even still, it's just not it's just not just never something that. Yeah, yeah. So, so should I remove my blackface paint right now? <laughs> you guys haven't said anything thus far. Uh, the camera's off. Camera's off. We uh, didn't know. Didn't know. <laughs> I accidentally smeared Vaseline on your camera, uh, so I couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't tell. I usually do it for me to remove the crow's feet, but. Um, I, I, otherwise, I wear the crow's makeup. 
In the hopes that, oh, you know, I, I get watched shot that now. movie yesterday. Oh, the the OG, the yeah. original one, mm-hmm. Brendan Lee. Yeah, oh, I've wow. never seen that movie. My third favorite what? movie. Wow, I I just can't get over his death. Yeah. Oh my god, not not really. I just haven't, yeah, I just haven't seen it. Yeah, it's great. That's one of those that I was heard about. It seems like very uh, of its time, you know, very nineties mm-hmm. and stuff. But it's like never checked it out. Yeah, yeah, it's probably too late now. No, <laughs> I wonder. That's the thing is like it will never hold up or do anything for me now. I don't know. <laughs> No, it's amazing. He is Sting from the the wrestling stuff, right? Though that is the same no. person, Sting and the Crow. I think I'm pretty Sting, sure. I think think the Crow came first. I don't know. Steven's pretty good at I'm wrestling, pretty, yeah, uh, so he's. I think he would know. I think he There's would know. There's someone why. listening to this, be like, "Fuck you, man." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. um, so. You, you guys had something that you wanted to to bring up on the show. Um, I, I believe it was like Eric in particular mm-hmm. that wanted to bring up a uh, inner home turmoil, mm. a, a beef that was simmering inside of oh. your your homestead. Beef there might be correct. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> potentially. Uh, maybe raccoon meat is involved as well. Fish nipples, always part of it. Oh wow, uh, the best part of the hot dog. But uh, Eric, I believe you had some strong opinions about Coney Islander and Rachel, you as well, but maybe in the opposite direction. So can we talk about that real quick? Well, for uh, for people that listen outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma, <laughs> Coney Islander is a restaurant that really only exists in the Tulsa and surrounding area. Now, there's okay. there's obviously Coney Island up in the Northeast, but it, this restaurant is called Coney I-Lander, and mm-hmm. it's uh, amazing. Oh, hold on. <laughs> are you are you playing Nintendo? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I gotta pause this. Okay. <laughs> Someone was calling him. Yeah. Uh, it's Coney Islander. They're like, <laughs> oh, they first plug everything. <laughs> yeah, they like everything I post on Instagram. There you go. I post a lot about them. Yeah, right on. <laughs> but anyways, it's a it's a hot dog restaurant. It's chili dogs, and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're tiny. <laughs> They're tiny. Yeah. That's my favorite part. Yep. It's their tiny buns. Yep. They steam their tiny buns. Oh, I just love a good steamed bun. Well, you're right. I I didn't realize that Coney Islander was specific to Tulsa. Uh, Yeah, it was founded in 1926 Mm -hmm. in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You can still go to the original downtown. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's the best one. I thought it was like a a chain that was like maybe more regional, but I thought it Mm -hmm. would like bled out into other states. Do you guys have them in? in texas at all no they only exist yeah, in the tulsa. You, so if you're in oklahoma city uh, you can't get them this is a thing oh, where really? i thought you guys were in tulsa still so i thought you were talking about something you've had recently but now i know you as well can't get them uh although when you mentioned it i looked up their website and they do sell on gold belly now so if you want 75 dollar hot dogs they're out there <laughs> oh i do uh, you can buy like 25 packs <laughs> and they'll ship them to you <laughs> But yeah, it's like a, a Tulsa tradition, man. I grew up on that shit. I can hear them being added to Eric's cart right now. <laughs> he has his phone in his hand, so. Yeah. Rush for Christmas delivery. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean like December 24th. I want them Christmas Day. That yeah. is going to be the dinner. So That's breakfast. So Eric, you it sounds like you love them. Rachel, you sound like, from what I understand, that you hate them. So, full disclosure, I've never tasted Coney Island. <laughs> All right. Okay. I did not that. even know this. <laughs> what? My hatred 
is based purely on how disgusting their chili looks and smells. Mm. You know what? Okay. So in preparation for this discussion, I went to Coney Islander yesterday. What? Yes, I had to because uh, in oh, our, man, so our, uh, our chat we had on Messenger, uh, Eric, you had said something about like ordering conies and or mailing you conies and then also some tamales. I had no mm. idea that they had tamales. It's part so of the I rolled stick, up yeah. to this drive-through window and they were ready to go as soon as I pulled up there. I didn't like have a chance to to like sit there and look at the menu, so I I panic ordered. <laughs> but luckily they had like a menu right there, so I ordered a regular coney, which was like chili and uh onion Mm -hmm. then they had a cheese coney which i got and then i ordered one tamale and i had all of them and it was like a decent amount of food for six dollars and change Mm. and uh yeah i mean like for what it is i thought it was like pretty good the the chili does look like chili you would get from a high school cafeteria Mm. but like you know i was okay with it It you're just selling it more man yeah. I don't even give a fuck, you know? I tried to recreate the chili. I, like, looked up recipes online, tried to do it at home. Oh, yeah. It didn't work out. Mm. <laughs> it was only quality chili, and you're like, fuck this. <laughs> you're like, this is not bad enough. Well, I mean, <laughs> I will tell you, like, the, so people have told me that they think the chili tastes like cinnamon. And mm. <laughs> What? Interesting. Yeah. And then when I looked up the recipe, it has cinnamon in the recipe. Huh. What? So I can't taste the cinnamon. Have have you guys oh, heard shit. of the regional thing? I think it's like Nebraska area where like they always like at high school cafeterias, they always serve chili with a cinnamon roll. Have you ever heard of that Gross. before? There's like a whole there's like tons of people online that swear by this. And I think they like dip it in there and everything. They're like all about it. So weird oh to God. me. They like they in their head, like you have them together. Like I can't have chili without Fritos. Like I always have a Frito chili pie. I didn't realize that wasn't just mm. chili. I don't know why anybody would just eat chili. I don't understand that. You got to <laughs> load it up with all this other awesome stuff, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, to them, it's like their Fritos are are cinnamon rolls, apparently. So maybe they're just skipping the the cinnamon roll part. This is in Nebraska. Thing. It's like that area, yeah. Because I what thought are those it was corn husters a- doing up there. That's no, no. I brought up to a, a native Texan once because I thought it was a Texas thing, and she was like, "Get the fuck out of here! What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Okay, never mind, never mind." And she fired off two six shooters yeah. in the air. Exactly right. She was Texas. like, "Yosemite Sam." Yeah. And then she a stopped getting an abortion. To life. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, I have to look it up. Uh, I'll try right now, but uh, it's like a whole regional thing that that people like swear by, and it, it weirds me out, but. But we were at a bar somewhere and we got some cheese curds or fried cheese or something. Uh-huh. And the mm-hmm. waiter was like, you should get those with maple syrup. And we were like, uh, what? He was like, everybody swears by it. And he brought up some maple weird. syrup. And yeah, it actually worked out pretty well. Strange. Hmm. See, like these weird combos. I, I'm looking it up. The truth about chili and cinnamon rolls. And it's a Midwestern thing. They said in Indiana and Ohio, a peanut butter sandwich is also an acceptable and normal side with a bowl of chili. Wow. That's so weird. Do you dip them? Do you think you that's dip a th- I don't know if that's the goal. It's like they talk about it as like a Midwestern cold weather comfort foods. You get two of them. You get chili and cinnamon rolls. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Gross. Yeah. Full disclosure, I don't really yeah. like chili. <laughs> I hate like <laughs> I hate any kind of canned chili at all. Oh, and yeah. if we if we make chili at home, it's fine. But I put so much sour cream in it that it's barely <laughs> even recognizable as chili. Like you can ask him 
but it's not it doesn't look anything like chicken. yeah hers comes back looking like a soup of some sort <laughs> oh wow yeah it's like a very light brown <laughs> well so I, 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 I make award-winning chili here at the house like i won a competition mm-hmm. with my chili one time so oh nice and then she's yeah. like this is great i'm gonna change it yeah, yeah and then i'm like four <laughs> ounces of sour cream yeah. it's like a, a brand new sour cream like container she takes an eyedropper with chili juice and like puts it in there and then like stirs it up yeah. mm, that's great yeah <laughs> some shredded cheese and some crackers so yeah. there we go mm-hmm. with that being yep. said though sometimes i make fry bread when i make chili oh man that's and a then, good call but talk about other, fry bread that's not a thing outside of oklahoma really yeah yeah it's a native mm-hmm. american food it's just fried mm-hmm. bread <laughs> damn straight it is yeah <laughs> it's right there in the title yeah so it's like yeah flat yeah they're so good so i'll make fry bread and then i'll put chili on mine but everybody else in the household likes likes to put a powdered sugar on theirs yeah we just eat our chili first and then Mm -hmm. we put powdered sugar on our fry bread and it's basically a funnel cake right on so when we have chili here at the house everybody else has chili and funnel cakes (laughs) yeah so you're not doing chili and cinnamon rolls you're doing chili and funnel cakes which i'm also on the same place yeah but not yeah not mixed together i'm also not a. I I like my mom's chili and it's the same chili i make and that's and i grew up on that one and i always liked it and then everyone i've tried like at a restaurant i've never cared for um to be honest my my coney islander order is three only cheese cones so it's there's no chili it's just like a hot dog with like shredded cheese on it and i fucking love them (laughs) it was very good I have to say it was very good. There's a, a Coney Islander in uh, uh, Tulsa that's close to where my wife grew up, and they used to go to this Coney Islander all the time. It is owned, I guess, like each uh, franchise is owned by mm. an individual, and it's uh, they can like kind of plus up the the menu as they see mm. fit. But he would do like squeeze cheese. Oh, on weird! There. Huh. Oh my god, that. it was so fucking good. Interesting. And it wasn't just like aerosol, uh, like mm-hmm. cheese whiz. It was like. Uh, it was more creamy and stuff, mm. but man, that that's the the best, the best kind. So you you ordered through like a drive through, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, because ins- one of my favorite things uh, about them too is like in their restaurants they they do like word jumbles, like yeah, like a sentence Great. on the wall every day is like a brand new one, and they have like you're you're trying to guess what the letters are and like make up the sentence or whatever, and they're it's just like something to do while you're eating, and it's just like one of the quirky things I love about them. And they do uh, it every so single fun. one, so it's awesome. yeah, it's awesome, right? Yeah. And the one downtown is like, um, it's like a counter serve type of thing or whatever. So it's like, they have like school desk chairs, like old school desk chairs and stuff that you can eat at. And like, it's just like a cool experience. I like that one a lot. But yeah, basically I'm coming up to Tulsa to eat some fucking hot dogs, I guess, soon. <laughs> you got me craving them now. I mean, I don't, good. I, good. I'm from Tulsa, but when I go up there, I don't visit any family or anything, but I do go to Coney Islander every time. I've never thought about going to, I go to a lot of restaurants that I miss. I've never gone back to Coney Islander and like, I just went back in October and I'm like, God damn it. I got to go get that now. It's like something, they're just different here. Like down here, we have like James Coney Island, which is just like a regular fast food. And they look like regular hot dogs. Like it just doesn't seem that that cool. It's something about the small hot dog, small bun. Mm-hmm. just different you know like yeah it. It, it was it was certainly enough food to like fill me up but it wasn't like uh an overwhelming yeah. and it's cheap. amount like you yeah you would think you would yeah. get like two hot dogs and then a tamale and that would be a shitload of food but it wasn't it sounds it was weird a, that you're saying that because 
I, the, the order I text you is the order I get, and that was four hot dogs and two tamales. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I can see how you would put that down. Like, and, and the tamales, like, I'm usually not a tamale fan. It seems like outdated Mexican food. It's like, I feel like tamales might have been like an early version of a Mexican food dish, and then somebody invented tacos and burritos. And it's like, well, why do we even need to fuck with tamales? Like, it's just. It, it tastes like a dirty, open-faced burrito. It's not good. But this was actually okay. But it, oh, it did have man. a bunch of, like, weird chili stuff on top of it. So, you know. So there's a restaurant not too far from us called Tommy Tamale. And I actually like tamales a lot. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but uh, they serve, like, almost all their tamales with chili on them. And so I tried I them just a thing. I, I'd only done it at Coney Islander. Yeah. When, yeah. I, fa- when I found out they did this at this this restaurant, I was like, I got to try this place, and it was okay. It was no Coney Islander, but yeah, yeah. it's a little taste of home where you can get it though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Well, right. this has been a lot of hot dog talk. Um, <laughs> I don't know we didn't even get for- sexual. With it. Yeah, <laughs> but it was good. Um, yeah. I, oh, I hey, really- let me let me let me sexualize it for a minute. Oh, okay, um, please, okay. please, yeah, okay. bring that. Up. So a long time ago, I made this. I used to like record little skits and stuff with with Scotty sometimes and, and some of my family. I made this video where I said I held up a hot dog and I said I like my hot dogs. Then I held up a bun and I said but I like my hot dogs better in buns. And I slid it in all sexual. <laughs> that that was the whole bit. I like well, you you telling that and then mm-hmm. watching Rachel's face during it was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> People missed well, out on that at home, but she, she's seen the video. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> didn't they uh, utilize that for that Seth Rogen uh, food animated movie? Oh, Sausage so Party. Yeah, there you go. I feel like that was a joke that was in uh, that movie. Did you write for that movie? No, but man, you, Hollywood's been stealing money. my ideas for years. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, Seth Rogen. He's gonna pop mm-hmm. up like fucking Chris Hansen in a second behind <laughs> you. <laughs> you have any more ideas? Get in the elevator. <laughs> um, I don't really have much in the way of, you know, many topics to, to talk about. Again, I'm, I'm still just watching a bunch of movies and TV shows I already know, but uh, I was curious if anybody else did want to bring anything up. So I have something. I listened to okay. your last episode Ooh, and sorry. I found that none of you guys are true are you afraid of the dark fans? Oh, because please. you guys have not watched the new mini series. Oh yeah, I have it. Is it good? <gasps> yes. It oh is man, excellent. I gotta check it out. It's on Netflix, right? Is that right? I think it's on Paramount. Okay, then uh, yeah, maybe I'll have to check it out. Then. Yeah, it was on Paramount. So Eric came in late to it, but I started it one morning and watched the entire thing in a day. Sweet. And then we watch Are You Afraid of the Dark for the rest of the day. You, <laughs> like realize, you don't realize how much like subtext there is in those for like these people hooking up. I mean, it's all never over realized. Well, the new series is really good. It follows a girl. It mainly, so she's new in town. Mm. And so yeah, she's part of the Midnight Society. And so there's actually very little like Midnight Society because it really follows them in their real life. Gotcha um but uh yeah it so they kind of change it, it up really yep. modernize it a little bit yeah it was good though i really enjoyed it i is this i hadn't heard much about it so that's cool is this the one from like 2019 yeah oh okay okay so it's been out for a few years yeah it's like a, a three-part series 
Yep. Is that right? Okay. I think so. Yeah. Gotcha. It's, yeah, that's on Paramount Plus. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. There's also this really good documentary on Hulu about Nickelodeon. Oh, cool. And it, you guys talked about some. You, you talked about Are You Afraid of Dark? Well, that's in there. It talks about that uh-huh. in the documentary. They go through a lot of that. But you guys talked about, I think, slime in your last episode. How there was a lot yeah. of slime when people were kids in the nineties or whatever. Yeah, they go through all it because Nickelodeon yeah. obviously. Our show seemed a little bit tamer than the uh, Canadian um, leather-wearing yeah. dude who <laughs> shoves slime on you. Seemed a little, a little different. Uh huh. They were going through some stuff up there in, yeah. in middle Canada. <laughs> yeah. Although, uh, you can't do that on television, which slimed mm. every person that said "I don't know." Uh, That's Canadian show. Oh, see, so there you go. So maybe they were slime engineers. You know, they were the yeah. the beginning. <laughs> And then they were like, mm-hmm. we've done this for so many years. We got to get weird. Let's bring out a what guy in leather. What if the syrup were green? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's have a luchador do it. Yeah. <laughs> Strange. I do love, mm-hmm. um, you know, that classic Nickelodeon stuff that we grew up with. Uh, that that era, you know, um, it's just so like such a time capsule for for all of us, I guess, you know. And so that would be fascinating to watch the documentary about it. Because it's like one of those things I always heard about. Like, it just seemed like the place to go like that's where you want to go you know as a kid it just seemed like the best place and uh to be part of those shows and i always thought like watching them i thought like these people are from all over the country doing this and then i grew up and they were like these are like mostly kids in florida who lived in yeah. nearby you know like almost exclusively like because <laughs> who else is gonna go right <laughs> it kind of popped the bubble a little bit but uh it's still fascinating to me just how how much of a juggernaut that shit was you know yeah well they they moved their studio to uh, Universal Studios or whatever. Mm. So it was part of the tour, I think, at some point. Oh, yeah, right on. Yeah, so that's why all the shows end up being filmed there. Yeah, and they have, like, it was so bright. It just looked like, I don't know, if kids designed architecture, first yeah. off, it would fucking yeah. crumble, but it would be very bright. <laughs> yeah. You know? Colorful. Buildings would be made entirely out of marshmallows and oh, yeah. paper planes. Mm-hmm. So in seventh grade, I was in tech ed, and we had to design a tower that would hold, like, a weighted tennis ball mm. out, of, out of paper straws mm. and my tower one was my little group and it looked like garbage mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. when we were done we were like we have so many extra straws i was like just start sticking them anywhere Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> we got more tape and straws and so yeah it had like you know all sorts of jagged edges that put your eye out when <laughs> oh yeah right yeah. but it ended up being taller than the rest so we were prodigy engineers is what i'm saying yeah basically you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> i love that shit we had like uh, a tech ed class same, same like seventh eighth grade we had to like construct something like have, hold an egg and like drop it and then there was like a tower one where he would put like weights on it and stuff yeah and it was like how much they could support or whatever that was fun man i won my like bridge or tower or something won a contest but it was built 100 percent by my classmate alan because <laughs> i just you can't claim any credit for that yeah. i didn't build anything in tech ed alan just built all my stuff for me well that's nice mm-hmm. of alan mm-hmm. that's very nice of him should we bleep that yeah. out is that a crime i don't know <laughs> no Are we do you know alan yeah. Uh, yeah check it yeah 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 what rachel did is she engineered a working relationship mm-hmm. with alan yeah. to where he would do her work for her yeah. that's smart and that's like honestly that's gonna come in handy a lot more as an adult than you would think yeah yeah and then i would just leave tech ed i was like oh alan you got this yeah. and then i would just leave the classroom 
Yeah. And that sounds like a good deal for you. I'm not sure yeah. about for Alan. Maybe he <laughs> just like, wanted to concentrate, you know? Yeah, I think that was like the thing too. he could he could focus on. Like mm-hmm. he was he was mostly like an unfocused dude, but he was like eight foot nine or some shit like that. Nice. At least that's how I remember him. Yeah. And uh, he had like a lot of energy, but the things he would focus on, he would like draw down and focus hard on it. So he and a couple you know. of his friends created white trash Wednesday, where every Wednesday they would wear like sweatpants and whole shirts with holes in. That's a good. That's just a good crew right there. A bunch know? of bros, just looking trashy. I think it was probably just like out of necessity as well because. <laughs> It's, like this is what you know, we have at home. Growing up yeah. in, a, in a small town like that, it's just like, what do you have available to you? You know, like, yeah, Thursday's probably laundry day. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. 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 He's like, this is literally the only sweatpants I own right now. I have one holy shirt. Uh, I gotta get my friends to do this with me, or yeah. it's gonna be really fucking weird. You know, yeah. I'm gonna make it a thing. And yeah. his sweatpants were way too short for him because, like, Brett said. He was- insanely tall but also really skinny uh-huh so were they like capri pants yeah sweats more or less yeah oh man yeah, what they a were good just, look they were just missing a little bit of a flare at the calf yeah. but otherwise yeah i imagine this like this makes me think of like the the bullies in and the sim i don't know if it's actually nelson or not but he there's like a he has like a rope for a belt at one point or like an extension cord oh, yeah, for a yeah, belt. yeah something like that yeah he's ragging on your cord <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simpsons. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it was like, yeah, Nelson or Jimbo or whatever. And that's how I imagine that guy basically. Bart gets a really fancy belt. That's right. Yeah. They like, and they want it. They like try to steal it from or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I'll trade your belts. And he's like, you're just, you're just a cord. Oh, man. He's rubbing on your cord. Yeah. Man, I love this. I haven't watched Simpsons and like I haven't kept up with it in years. Yeah, but uh, some of those classic episodes, like I can just throw one on, and it's like I I know like every joke still. It's crazy. Well, they have a like a Simpsons holiday collection. Oh, nice. That they normally run yeah. on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. uh, and I watched like a, a couple episodes of that on. I think it was like a year or two ago, and uh, yeah, it was like it was fun. I forget how much I mm-hmm. enjoyed The Simpsons when I was younger. I like you said, I haven't watched anything. Like yeah. I, I feel like all of my Simpsons watching happened up to the point where I turned like eighteen. So like there are enough seasons of unwatched Simpsons that I could, I could say that like the majority of The Simpsons I have not seen at yeah. this point. Yeah, like there's more I've not seen than I have. It's been on for so but, fucking long. It's crazy. I know. Yeah. But people like rag on the newer seasons. I yeah. think like after season seven or whatever, people like kind of shit on it a little bit. But I'm like, it's a long ass running show. Like, yeah, that's kind of some slack, you know. I saw a thing online the other day and it said, "Man wakes up from coma after 25 years and is happy that his favorite show, The Simpsons, is still on." Yeah, and I was like, I couldn't tell. I like read the whole article. I couldn't tell if it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Like, did this guy really wake up from a coma? This isn't the onion. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what to trust anymore. And this guy mm-hmm. seems like he could have woken up and been like, ah, oh, thank God Bart's still there. Mm-hmm. Comfort me, you know, bring no me back kidding. home. He's got a lot to catch up on. That's nice for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Well, Brent, did you have anything that you've watched or read or whatever you want to mention? Yeah, I've got two things, one of which you and I can tag team on, I believe. Um, But last night, I went with uh, the aforementioned Ross Lichtai and his wife, Katie. We went to go see Spider-Man No Way Home. Is that right? 
that what yeah. it is? No Way Home? <laughs> Look, I, at first, I like the, the home uh, subtitle, <laughs> but now it's just confusing it's to me. To, yeah, it's confusing, yeah. Whatever the newest one is. And uh, no spoilers, but man, I really enjoyed it. Like, awesome. I, I was kind of like so-so on Shang-Chi and the, uh, I'm sorry, Eternals. But uh, man, this one was, was very enjoyable for nice. specific reasons. And I'm sure we'll discuss it on the show you know eventually you're able to see it or whatever yeah yeah but uh man it was yeah there there's some stuff that's out there in the 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 public where you can you know some spoilers got out or whatever but um very very enjoyable uh and i will say the uh you know like on these sony spider-man movies marvel really makes the most money on like toys because they that's like all that's they get all of that marvel Mm. does um whereas sony they make like uh, I don't know what the split is on the the newer Spider-Man movies. I think it's like fifty percent or whatever. They're, they they make something off that, but mm-hmm. like I feel like uh, Marvel pushes them to make new Spider-Man costumes for each of these oh, movies, yeah. so they can like you know new toys are out there, so we're gonna make more money from it. And when I saw the uh, the costume that's like black with the the gold lining on it, I thought, oh, this this kind of smacks of you know just like trying to make money off toy sales. But then like once. I watch the movie and I see the reason for that costume. I'm like, okay, this is so <laughs> stupid that I'm like kind of on board with it. That's good though. Um, uh, Rachel or Eric, have you guys seen No Way Home? No. Nope. No. Okay. It's it, it's good. You'll have to let me know what you think once you see it. But uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and uh, I I felt like the the stakes are very personal for for Peter in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what comes next after that. The thing that you and I can certainly talk about, Stephen, um, is the YouTube video that Mitch recommended on the previous episode, <laughs> which is Treevenge. That's right. Yeah. Oh, we watched it. Uh, oh, yeah. Did, awesome. Okay, you yeah, both watched right Okay, on. so we can all talk about this. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, so this is good. This is good. So I watched this last night after f- finishing Christmas Evil. Oh, good, and, uh, yeah. I have, I have a strong opinion about Christmas Evil, so <laughs> I thought, well, let me let me turn this over to Treevenge. And uh, I got to say, uh, Mitch, fuck you straight to hell for making me watch this thing. <laughs> this, <laughs> this 16 minute movie. I don't know what the fuck this is. First oh of all, God. it's like it looks so shit like the video quality is so shitty. Mm. I don't know if it's just the one that I watched on YouTube uh-huh. or if it's like that for everyone. But oh, my God, that that weird like bloodbath at the end and the thing that happens to the poor baby. Oh, God. Oh, the baby no. is disgusting. Man. I laughed out loud. Oh, my God. That oh I didn't see it. <laughs> Because you don't expect it. I didn't expect it to really mm-hmm. even like kill the baby, and then it like like demolishes that baby's head, and it's really mm-hmm. gross. And the mom's mm-hmm. just like screaming, and it's like credits. <laughs> I loved it. I remember this when it came out. I I told Mitch when he when he brought it up. I was like, I remember that. I don't know if I ever finished it or I I couldn't tell you what happens in it. I remembered the first scene where the the tree like wakes up and grabs the daughter is like all I really remembered. Um, oh, okay. And I knew that like the trees were like, you know, it's the tree ridge. Like that's pretty, I don't know, I guess self-explanatory. So I knew that, but um, I had forgot all about it until Minch brought it up and uh, I loved it, man. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's weird. I've never seen hobo with a shotgun, the movie that this director ended up making. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Mitch had said he thought this hope with a shotgun would have been better if it also was like 20 minutes long instead of like a full feature. Um, but I've also heard like that's pretty, you know, schlocky and exploitive mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, it's bloody and whatever and um, fits in with this, I, I would assume. So I'm, I'm more curious to watch that now after I've seen this again. But uh, I was like, this is great. I, le- 
I can't show this to anybody in my family, and I'll just watch it alone. But I like. Well, it. Remember, Mitch said that he watched this with his oh, family. Right. <laughs> yeah, and there's that one scene where that guy is looping up that stump. Yes, does like hollowed out, and it's like, oh man, yeah. is he gonna fuck this? Tree? Are we gonna see this guy fuck this tree? Yeah, it could have been interesting. I'm surprised uh, we didn't. So what did so you guys else. think of Tree? Is that Revenge? what he's gonna do with it? I did not watch it. I watched it when oh. Rachel was around. So okay. I was like, okay. I'm cleaning. I think I saw. I I think I saw a, a tree walking on a sidewalk mm-hmm. or something. That's a that's a, a subtle part of it. Then there's no blood, uh-huh. so you okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I yeah I didn't watch it. I I thought it was okay. I mean. Uh, the I laughed out loud when the baby was demolished, and that happens within like the final thirty seconds or so. Yeah, maybe. yeah. And but up until that point, I probably would have been like, "Yeah, I don't care." But, right on. But got to you know, for a sixteen-minute movie, thirty seconds is a lot of the movie, and that and I enjoyed mm-hmm. that part. I, I did like you know they're like uh, personifying all these trees. It's like like they're a lot you know and they're shaking you see them being loaded up on the trucks and stuff like it, mm-hmm. it, yeah i was like oh it's like the holocaust or something <laughs> yeah. yeah a little bit yeah For the trees <laughs> yeah the tree so, cost I, I i did like that they you know just the way they did that and you know mm-hmm. when you see the industry and the way it's functioning i was like i mean i'm not going to look at trees that way in the future but, <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun I mean, we have a real tree. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So you, yeah, we you do one. You guys both murdered trees? <laughs> wow. Unfortunately, yeah. But after what, did me, you get it, it after it, this? It, no, it was before. Okay, we, so you yeah, didn't know the damage was, you did. Okay, but no. now you do. That's good. But every yeah. year uh, after we take the tree down, I, we have a fire pit in the backyard, and I burn it, and I always make little screaming noises. Well, <laughs> yeah, you definitely can now because yeah. uh, you'll know you'll be that thing is like, you starved me of water for a month. You chopped me down, you dick. And you're like, fire. That'd be great. They, they burn so fast. It's oh, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. I've seen like the, the big tree, like cities will do that. You know, you like bring them and they'll burn them all or whatever in like a huge pile. Yeah. They go up fast. Yeah. That shit's crazy. Yeah. They should do that before Christmas starts. That that would help me out. I would appreciate that. If I'm gonna make a before. I'm gonna make a Fox News sign and put it on my tree this year before I throw the fire. <laughs> put a little Tucker Carlson bow tie on it. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> toss that in there. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, do you guys have any other uh, mini topics you want to discuss before we get into the main topic? No. No. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Steven, you good? Okay. Yep. Well, let's jump on in it. All right. So I'm going to, I'll lead us off here because I'm the one that suggested this movie. I, uh, so we're doing Christmas Evil, which is originally titled You Better Watch Out and also yeah. known as Terror in Toyland. I saw online, which I like. Um, I'm not sure which title. I, I always think about that. Titles can mean so much, so many different things. And then if you know it, like we were talking about with um, fucking Edge of Tomorrow and All You Need is Kill and, Mm-hmm. whatever else is called right lived like, i repeat yeah right yeah. like it's like if you had if they'd only sold it as one thing would it have done better or worse or whatever like i wonder for this one like christmas evil simple you know but i kind of like you better watch out just for like the how the tone of the movie goes i guess um, that's what the title card says right yeah, yeah it's so weird right when you turn it on <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i had i had I'd flipped through and seen this movie before, but never watched it. And it was last year that I finally stopped and, and put it on. I didn't read much about it. 
I knew I had only seen like a few of like the like 70s and 80s like Christmas horror movies. I've never seen like the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies and stuff. But um, this one, I was like, it sounds interesting, whatever. And I remember last year, it just really I didn't I knew nothing about it. And it just really blew me away with how like melancholic it is, I guess. It's like mm-hmm. so weird and and different and not like as slashery as I thought it would be, even though he kills a bunch of people. Like it just has a different tone than I expected. And it, it threw me off in a, in a good way. I liked it. Uh, but this was written and directed by Lewis Jackson. Jackson. He doesn't have anything else uh, I could find that he had done. Like he doesn't have a page on Wikipedia or anything. Um, so I'm not sure what else he went to do. It stars Brandon Maggart, um, who I don't really know for much. He, I saw him listed as like a character actor most of the time, but, um, when, and looking him up, uh, you know, you find out different things about people he's related to, and he is the, the dad of Fiona Apple. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. I love Fiona. Right. So this Santa Claus is the dad of Fiona. Yeah. Yeah. Fiona Apple. So that was like weird that she's become like this huge person, right? Like, uh, far more famous than he is, I would say. And, uh, uh, yeah, and it has Jeffrey DeMunn. That's his brother. Um, he's like another character actor. I always recognize him things. He was um, Dale in The Walking Dead, like early on. Um, plays the, the brother of Santa Claus in this. So a, a few other people show up, but I didn't know most other people in this movie. Uh, it was released November 7th, 1980. And um, yeah, so uh, I'm curious to hear what you guys thought of this. Um, for you guys uh especially eric and rachel did you had you ever seen this before or heard of this movie i had seen it like just flipping through shutter mm-hmm. and i've like i have almost started it so many times it's like it's yeah. one that i'm always like oh okay i like i'll keep looking and i might come back to this yeah and then, like i always end up starting something else so i i was really excited when brent said that's what we'd be watching so i was like oh good i'll finally watch yeah it. right there's a reason yeah <laughs> yeah i've never seen it yeah yeah so same thing i'd seen it in the background that you know, scrolling through stuff but never never stopped and watched it until last night well we, we did a dry run kind of a couple nights before so we like yeah. put it on when we were like both distracted and doing other things mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. i was like let's just kind of get a feel for what this movie is yeah, yeah, yeah. you know kind of mm-hmm. get cool. something and like just the little bits I watched of it like and I think I caught more of it than Eric did and so um like afterwards I was like I think this movie is amazing <laughs> like I was like you know I was like I couldn't really follow it because I wasn't really watching it uh-huh. I was like but the parts I saw like I was like I think this is gonna be great and so we have two teenage boys so yeah, last night uh, I was like, you guys want to sit down and watch this movie? You watched it as a like, family? Yeah, I was I like, I think it. it's going to be like the best Christmas movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah, is amazing. I sat down and watched it. <laughs> I love that you guys watched it with your kids. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we watch all sorts of stuff that you shouldn't watch with your kids. <laughs> I mean, well, that's I how I grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know another way. How old are your teenagers? uh 16 and 18 okay yeah right on so yeah. they can yeah, they can watch whatever I mean, yeah thing, fair enough but uh no we we all loved it yeah we all thought it was great it was like i i would say it was like kind of a little uncomfortable like in the opening scene i think the santa claus is going down on the wall <laughs> oh yeah that's real he's fucked like, up 
He's sniffing her crotch. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bizarre. It's not for a long It's not time. sexual, but also sexual. Yeah. Like I don't even know what that is. I think that too, like, makes it even like more uncomfortable. Like if he had actually like had his head like in her vagina, it would have been yeah. less uncomfortable, I think. <laughs> it's than the fact that, that he's doing. just like moving his head around. I'm like, what is yeah, I can't tell what was going on there. Man, that's when funny. When you say had his head inside her vagina, do you mean like as if like on the episode of Friends where a reverse crowning, where, where Joey has the turkey on his head? Or wait, I guess Monica, right? Both. I mean, I yeah, I don't points. watch Friends, but you know, yeah, oh. like if she had just like opened up completely, <laughs> like yeah. a snake, it'd be like, it'd be like a, ending the job, an early idea for the movie Teeth. Yeah. yeah. She unhinges her pelvis. Oh, man. Yeah. I really like this as a a backdoor sequel to, or, you know, prequel to Teeth, rather. Yeah. Man. Mm. That's, uh, so, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm very excited to hear more about that then, about your experience watching this. Uh, Brent, you had never seen this before as well, right? No, uh, I'd never heard of it until you mentioned it, actually, uh, for, as we were, like, plotting out the, the, what am I trying to say? Show. I forgot the word show. Okay. That's where I'm at with this. Um, I'm going to pull up my notes for this movie. Um, so, yeah, I, I hadn't, I didn't really know what it was. I heard Mitch say that somebody from The Walking Dead was mm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. as like earlier in their career. But that was really all I knew about it. And then when I pulled it up on the Just Watch app to see where it was streaming, I saw the picture of Pussy Sniffing Santa is on there. Um, and then like the next like thing you see is like him with the, the shaving cream beard. Mm. And I thought, well, the, okay, this is going to be an experience, I guess. Like I didn't know what to think. I saw it was about an hour and a half long. I thought, okay, this is the, the sweet spot for not too bad. Right. Th- this type of horror. Yeah. Right. This movie felt like it was seven hours long. <laughs> this movie felt like it was so fucking long. I did not like this movie at all. Like there was no part of this movie that I enjoyed. Oh my God. Like, like uh i you know there i i like the look of jack skellington when we talked about mm-hmm. uh the nightmare before christmas and then for uh the the three black christmases we discussed on the previous episode there are like certain parts i liked of of each of those uh whereas this was just like i don't know what the fuck is going on but uh okay. yeah i'm glad you guys liked it because this was not for me i'm not really glad a little bit. that they liked it too because uh, I finished this movie like at 1245 last, like this morning or whatever last night. Mm-hmm. And I almost texted you, Brent. And I, I was just going to say, I'm so sorry because I was watching it and I was like, Brent is going to hate this. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was that I knew that I was afraid I... That you guys would too, but I thought Brent's going to hate, is going to say it's slow, man. Well, and so after, after I watched it, uh, I mean, I immediately, we always review the movies mm-hmm. as a family. We, mm-hmm. we always talk about what we thought about it. And I, first words out of my mouth were like, I love this movie. Oh, dude, I'm <laughs> so glad about that. Okay, and wow. and then right. yeah, I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm like, and I thought I thought about Brent as well. Yeah, <laughs> I thought because mm. I know he hates Christmas, and I was like, mm-hmm. if his heart did not grow three sizes too big after seeing this. Well, because <laughs> I because I said because I was like because I yeah I thought about I after I watched it I was like oh man I bet Brent does not like this movie, and so I said I was like I can't wait to hear what Brent says yeah. about it, <laughs> and yeah. yeah that's what Eric was man yeah. well, I, like I'm, I'm trying to figure out like what people like about it like <laughs> oh, i'm man. not saying like you guys because because this is like the first watch but like uh like with black christmas that seems like a legacy movie that people um go back to or have enjoyed from their past you know a, a cult classic status mm-hmm. whereas 
uh, Stephen, you've is this like your second watch of this? This is my second watch, yeah. Okay. So what is it that people would like about this movie enough to where they would go back and watch it you know i i feel like this is stunt watching at best to me oh, okay yeah like Just it's like it's oh, so crazy and weird and yeah bad uh, but <laughs> like i'm trying to figure out like what artistic merit is part of this movie at all like you know what i'm saying like yeah uh with with black christmas there's some like cool like camera work with it you know the, the 73 or 74 yeah. one um and then halloween uh, similar stuff, you know. There's there's a progression in the horror genre, whereas this is just like. <sighs> like well, you I don't know have what... a sympathetic killer. Do you? <laughs> I don't know. You do. He. I don't know. The only people that die in, in the movie at all are assholes. Yep. He he he, uh, he gives a bag of dirt to a, a bad like I thought he was going to kill kids in this movie. I actually expected I, this movie to be. Shitty. I thought he what did. Bad boys in Bill's book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I thought yeah. he did. He had when he had the books at the beginning. I thought, yeah, thought it was going to oh. turn out way different than it turned out. The whole thing of watching the neighborhood kids is really fucked up and he has like oh, yeah. detailed lists about all of them that that shit was really disturbing but i do mm. feel like he is a sympathetic character like i care for him in a weird way oh my god <laughs> did we watch the same movie i didn't care for this motherfucker at all he like, had a traumatic childhood experience yeah. and now <laughs> do you disagree that, that that traumatic childhood experience now he's just trying to find his way I the don't whole know, man. movie like, is about him trying to be his authentic self yeah and then he, came he finally downstairs. finds that in being santa claus Mm-hmm. He and came downstairs and saw his dad sniffing his mom's queef, and then like he was like, "Well, I guess I'll be a killer." Like I don't know. There's not a one to one. Like he he should have like told his brother. And we all handle things. Over we it. all handle trauma differently. Yeah, so. I guess. Clearly, <laughs> but, but, but like I don't know. Okay, so you've seen the movie Falling Down. Oh, a long time, long ago. time ago. Okay, yeah. okay so that movie, and there's a couple other movies that are like that, but I always think of this one. It's essentially about a man who just gets pushed too far and mm-hmm. kind of snaps and just, that's the whole movie. It's just a guy mm-hmm. that and it escalates and he just gets crazier and crazier and, and, and deals with it. That's what mm-hmm. I thought this had a lot of that. It is, mm-hmm. he's, he turned out to be relatively normal, even though he's not. He had a, great, he had a job. He had just been promoted. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he lived on his own, but yeah. Subtly, you're seeing he's a little bit crazy, and it just gets crazier and crazier. But he's still okay. He's still, <laughs> I, I see where you're what you're saying, but I feel like there's some uh, missing connective tissue there. Like he should have had like a couple more struggles in this. Like I know he got he got that promotion, but also he had to like work late on the line or whatever at the story factory yeah. that only makes red and blue toys. Oh yeah, what the fuck? I got I, I did I, I definitely harped all over the the toy factory. I was like, why do they have so many employees? They're making the hideous <laughs> fucking stuff you've ever seen. And and they're really like making a meal out of putting the little lightning bolts yeah. in these like giant like soldier statues or whatever. Yeah. They're like putting one in there and they're like their face is in frame like watching it go down the line. It's like just move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys could be you could be working half days like what the hell but i guess maybe that's the problem it's like they want to get paid for a full day so yeah like i guess we'll just watch this toy go all the way down to the end of a line and just fall onto the floor there's eight I, people I don't on that assembly baskets. line and it only has two parts <laughs> <laughs> yeah i looked up too they said that that was filmed 
and the executive producer's mom uh she owned a toy factory and they filmed it there and i'm like are those the toys they make were these production Mm -hmm. toys because this is a real place yeah i uh, i did love santa's little hatchet though so like was that made at that toy factory because that little striped hatchet with the teeth was adorable (laughs) no he had to have made that himself because he they show him crafting like the 10 soldiers oh Oh, yeah yeah. that's true out of like the yeah he was like pouring metal and shit yeah yeah. yeah, there's some crazy shit in this. I feel, Brent, for me, I feel like I liked this movie because it it subverts a lot of things that I might have thought it might have been or like other Christmas movies. And it's it it's so much more of like a, a character study in this guy's like demented, twisted, like spiral into insanity while also still being the joy of Christmas to all the kids. <laughs> it's such yeah. a weird. I love I love the the little girl who has the switchblade and won't give it to her dad. And is like, here, Santa, kill my fucking dad. You're better than yeah. him. I love that shit. It's so, it's so weird how he can like murder people in front of a church in one scene and then go to a party in the next one and be like, just the life of the party. Right. Like, yeah. And he's yeah. like, these people understand me and everything. And it's just so bonkers that I, I just, I don't know. It just gets in my head and I just think it's so weird and I love it. And so some things that like I really like about a good horror movie is this one did really well. And uh, like a, a campy horror movie that has stupid stuff in it. And you just like the fact that it's stupid. Yeah. Like oh, when the, the town, the villagers grab their, their torches, oh, yeah. like where do they get all these torches? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And then they chase him and then he drives, I assume, a couple miles away. But they still chase him all the way to his brother's house. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. As soon as they showed up the second time when he was leaving his brother's house, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Oh man. Well, I love that in particular because uh, I was looking for something to watch before this because I didn't think my wife really dig it. And I tried to, to show it to her and she was, she noped out of that real quick. Uh, <laughs> so we were like, well, let's find something else. And I happened on iTunes and they had released Halloween Kills as an extended cut you could buy. And I was like, all right, we're fucking buying this. And so we, we oh, ended nice. up putting that on and watched halloween kills right before this and i'm like this is a great double feature it's it's like both like you know holiday movies where somebody takes it too far and then the whole town is like paralyzed by fear and then they like form mobs to go after him and stuff it was like a really cool vibe to to like watch them together for me and uh i love that scene though that it's just like they're chasing him around and like they're like not going to take it i it almost made me think of like uh an origin story for like freddy krueger this is like the weird guy who like has weird shit with kids. And then the, the townspeople are like, we're going to fucking kill this guy. You know, just yeah. all bonkers. If only Chris Hansen had showed up in some scene. <laughs> <laughs> we could have avoided this whole movie. <laughs> you know, this just occurred to me, like in Halloween, Michael Myers, he doesn't speak. But do you think when he has that mask on under his breath as he's stabbing people in the jaw and shit, he's like, trick, trick, <laughs> trick. <laughs> I do now. Change yeah. it up for me. Yep. And then, like, okay, you good. see one scene at the end of Halloween ends. He's just eating like a candy, and he's like, "Treat." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like a four movie duck duck goose type of scenario. Yeah. It's like, oh, he finally said it. He finally got there. Oh, man, I never thought about. It. Yeah, he never talks at all. Like maybe if they had him say like one word, mm-hmm. could be it. Um. So on this this movie, like it has this uh, this synthy type of score that I feel 
is coming off the back of uh, John Carpenter's Halloween, but it it's like um, uh, what do you uh, not good uh, at all, and it has these like weird little synthy stabs that really like drive me nuts. Um, I, I don't I don't feel like it's utilized as well as it is in in other horror horror movies mm-hmm. that we've watched. Um, what do you guys think of the score for this? I didn't even notice it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't notice really notice it, it either. Yet. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> we were so engrossed I, yeah. in the story. Yeah. <laughs> I will say one of the well, reasons okay. I thought that you would not like this, Brent, is I mm-hmm. I don't know why I'd really try so hard to get you to not I'm not even trying to like get you to like Christmas. That's not the goal. Mm-hmm. It's just no. that like you don't like Christmas, but I'm saying there's there's all the stuff out there. And if you're gonna have mm-hmm. like a party and you're gonna listen to music, that's why I've like made that playlist for you, right? Like maybe this stuff mm-hmm. is not as offensive to you as this other Christmas music. This is maybe a little bit better. And then it's mm-hmm. like I I thought like, well, you like horror movies so much more now. You've been mm-hmm. so into that. We should watch some Christmas horror movies. Maybe that'll help. And then I watched this and I was like, you want to watch the Grinch murder actual, like you might want to watch the Grinch murder actual people, someone that hates Christmas and mm-hmm. then goes on a rampage. But this <laughs> is like all about Christmas being amazing. And this guy is also obsessed with it and he kills people over it. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is not going to help Brit at all. No, <laughs> no, this Christmas-y. is. You know? This is the the opposite of what it was, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, and real quick, I don't, I can't reveal my source, but I do have it on good authority that it was the Grinch that set fire to that Christmas tree outside. Oh of wow! News. <laughs> I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, the Grinch is back. Hashtag the Grinch was right, you know. Um, it was right yeah. at the end where his heart grew three sizes. No, that's that's when it that's when it goes wrong. That's when it goes wrong for me. I wish it was like um, to go back to Friends where uh, Phoebe didn't see the end of old yeller they always turned it off before mm-hmm. the dog dies you know that's how i wish i could i wish i could like go back in time and erase like the end of the grinch movie oh, from my brain <laughs> and just be like oh it's a guy that's just miserable about christmas and then it ends and he stole everything like, oh, yeah. and he won, he won. <laughs> that's it yeah uh-huh he took it away from them and that's that's all he wants yeah um but yeah but yeah i realized this wasn't quite your your thing but um, I, and I would say that watching it last night, I don't know if it was just the, the mood I was in. I mean, it was a good double feature and everything, but I was kind of tired and I, you know, I threw it on at the last of my night or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't love it as much as the first time. I think the first time just really blew me away because I had no idea what to expect. And this time I was like, oh, I like it, but I, you know, it's okay. Um, so I'm really glad to hear that you guys also in your first viewing though, really like, and your kids too, right? You said everybody yeah. liked it. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Uh, I, I don't know if it holds up as well. I'm, I am curious to watch it again. Um, but I think that first time for me was just so different and cool. Yeah, I think it'll be a staple every Christmas now. Oh, yes. oh my God. <laughs> and like, <laughs> oh my I, God. I too am not a big Christmas person. Um, hmm. I still this year have only listened to Christmas music on like two occasions. Yeah. And both times, but so both times have been like (laughs) trying to like get into it, you know, like I'm like, come on. But, um, but I mean, I did, I do really like some Christmas stuff though. Like I fucking love Elf and I watch that Mm -hmm. every year. Um, and so I I hope I never see that movie ever again. (laughs) Fuck that movie. Well, this to me also, yeah, had a lot of that, you know christmas joy like Mm -hmm. because he does love the kids and he even you know enjoy like he enjoys everyone who's spreading the christmas cheer literally the only people he murders are the horrible people because yeah he murders three of the four people who came down and talked to him 
one of them was like, hey, guys, leave him alone, back off. Mm-hmm. And she's still alive when he runs away. Yep. He only murdered the three poking at him. And, and so, you know, I was like, no, I, I mean, I get it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not into Christmas, but, you know, and like, I did feel like, I mean, while well, he did want to murder people, yeah, he's just trying to be who he is. And he just doesn't. I love that. He yep. doesn't want people should bringing be, him down. You should be like a a, a defense lawyer. It's like guys, see, he was. He was like, I know this guy killed a bunch of people, but they're just trying to be. But did you see when he put on that beard and how happy he was looking oh, yeah. in the mirror, like he was seeing himself for the first time? That I had the exact opposite reaction. He put that beard on, and he got so happy, and I was just like. Ugh. I could feel my distaste for this movie growing three times that day. So um, after we watched yeah. it, then Rachel went to bed. I restarted the Joe Bob version of it. Oh, cool. I didn't have that on there. And then I just skipped the movie and only watched the Joe Bob commentary. Oh, cool. Can, yeah. Can you uh, can you explain what that is for the, the people who don't know? Okay. So if you watch Shudder, I, I think they aired on AMC too, but Joe Bob mm-hmm. is it's basically like an Elvira type show or a up all night type show where he just hosts horror sh- shows. And so is it Joe Bob Briggs? Yeah. Joe Bob Briggs. And yeah, yeah. he, uh, he has a Chris, he does this movie and a double feature. Mm-hmm. I, I think they do, they might do black Christmas paired with this movie, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, it came out last year or the year before. Anyways, he introduces the movie, tells a bunch of facts. I knew the Fiona Apple thing from. Oh yeah. Right on his stuff and then yeah about every 25 minutes he breaks into the movie and tells you some facts and stuff and talks to the whatever and that's what it is it's just jokes about the movie yeah it's just a hosted hosted he's a ton of of stuff on shutter i was i was trying to explain him and his shtick to my wife because she didn't know who he was and i was like oh man he used to be on like all the time and now he's on shutter and they love him so they like at least have special after special after special with him and that's cool Yeah, I, sometimes I think that's a more fun way to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, especially if you're watching something you know is going to be silly. Oh yeah, like maybe something you enjoy but is silly. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to watch it. I um, speaking of that too, and just people that do like this movie, I guess. Um, and another reason why I thought Brent would not like it is uh, one of the Wikipedia <laughs> trivia things for this is that this is uh, John Waters' favorite Christmas movie of all oh, time. Yeah. And, and and Brit Brit hates Crybaby so much, and John Waters is a real fucking weirdo. Uh, that really love, makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. I love John Waters, and yeah, so right when on. I was like looking this up, I was like, "Oh, John Waters loves this movie." Yeah, exactly. You're like, I like and, it more because of that. Yeah. And Eric's like, "Who's John Waters?" Oh yeah. Oh, I dude. Like, I, fucking dude. I know who John Waters is. It's just I forget who he is. Yeah. Every yeah, yeah. Couple years. Mm-hmm. So. We were watching Chucky. We watched the new series. And oh, yeah. Then, then we got into a thing where we watched all the Chucky movies except for the first three. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like, I mean, if you, so if you, so the majority of them. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't seen the Chucky series, it pulls directly from the movies. Okay. The guy who created Chucky is still writing and directing these series. So mm-hmm. it all fucking flows as oh, one cool. okay. story. And however, like, we had only we were only familiar with the early Chucky movies. Yeah. So the series, like, even though you're still able to keep up, like you can tell you're missing a shit ton because you gotcha. don't know who these characters are and whatever. 
So we had to go back and watch like Bride of Chucky mm-hmm. forward <laughs> so that we could actually fully understand the series. But a fun fact I want to say about that is the little boy who's in the original Chucky, you know, that character comes back later and it's mm. played by the same actor. Oh, that's cool. I didn't oh, wow. know that. Yeah. I kind of so checked like out after the third movie of those two, so I never, yeah. yeah, never followed it as much. Well, Seed of Chucky is awful, but the rest of them actually are really good. That's really good. Interesting, right yeah. on. I've I mean, heard I great things about the show. So yeah, I, I, really I would have thought Bride of Chucky would have been awful. And like, I mean, it is was that the first one with Meg Tilly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. The Jennifer yeah. Tilly, that's right. Yeah. And I, yeah. Oh, her sister. <laughs> she plays herself yeah. too like in the later ones she's playing jennifer tilly oh crazy so they got a really weird meta. meg tilly is playing jennifer tilly <laughs> that's wild Hiding all together, like, who are these people anyway john waters shows up in seed of chucky i think and then rachel's okay. like oh that's john waters and i'm like who's john waters <laughs> yeah and then it's just, oh yeah that's something that, yeah brought that up when she explains it i'm like oh yeah i remember that guy yeah hairspray yeah. Yeah. That, is that what he uses on his upper lip <laughs> to keep that little pencil I'm thin sure mustache in line? Yeah. But you don't like hairspray? The original hairspray? Oh, I don't think like? I've ever seen it. That's, I've yeah, seen the, the remake with thing. John Travolta in <laughs> full on drag. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, um, going back to, to Christmas Evil, there's a point in the movie where somebody says the the emergency, like, Oh yeah, nine nine two. I wrote it down. Nine double one two one two. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck was that? Oh, how? How did we get that? Did that used to be the emergency like emergency number? Yes. Yeah, so nine nine one one came about in like the early eighties, and then it yeah. even like started regionally. Hmm. So like, I mean, Brent, you may not know this, but we didn't have 911 in Inola until like the mid 90s. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds right you to me. You could have been done yeah. doing so much more criming. <laughs> no one would have come to check, man. Missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Well, we also only had one cop on duty at a time. So yeah, we were yeah that's true. There's Damn, a we could have kept them busy, you know, <laughs> if we had cell phones and coordination, yeah. we really could have like done some damage. There's a, a really tiny town in Oklahoma. Uh, my dad sells fireworks and we used to go through it to get the, to the place with the fireworks. And it's like so tiny that they have not, a, I, as far as we know, there's no cop there, but they have one cop car and I've never seen it move. It's, it's sitting next to the same spot. So I feel like they bought a defunct cop car that doesn't run from some other town and like, just put it here. It's like, fine. Like that's our police force. Out of you know? Yeah. So in my head, that's, yeah. that's what you guys got going on in my middle. Like they they have like once per year they have a forklift come out and like pick it up and move it slightly and put yeah, it back right? down yeah. just so it looks like they were they're moved and then like people drag their shoes behind it in the gravel <laughs> to make it look like it had moved around it's like couldn't we just like get in there turn it on it's like there's no engine there's no in this engine, fucking yeah. thing yeah. <laughs> exactly you kidding me um, um, I did have a note yeah. I wanted to bring up about something that I thought was sure. really weird that's the one the first thing you see is one of the first things you see. Um, the mom and the two kids are like, you know, watching Santa uh, come down the chimney. Um, and then he gets to their treats that they left him. And there is a bowl of water for him to yeah. wash his hands in. And then there's like an entire sandwich making board. Yeah. Like he he picks up a bread and like puts mustard on it or something and like makes a sandwich. 
And it was the yeah. weirdest thing. I was like, I've been jipping Santa Claus for a long time now. I think that's a slur. I probably shouldn't say that. I've been not giving Santa Claus his due, you know, for years. I just stuck with, with cookies, but apparently he needed the sandwich. This was at the beginning of the movie? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? No, no. I think you, I like to black out immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like an entire loaf of bread. Dude. Yeah. Like there's a shit ton of bread. You should at least go watch that little part. It's so, so I made, weird. I made some notes and we've co- covered most of what I noted down. Mm. But the opening, like when I was trying to critique it, I was like, well, the only things I have problems with, and it's kind of the, the whole opening. And even though I still, it might be part of also what makes me love it is like, yeah, they're watching the Santa. He flies up the chimney. Yes. Like, <laughs> I was going to bring that up too. Is he, is he actually Santa Claus? That's what I was, uh, they don't really clarify what exactly happens no. there. So I'm like, <laughs> was that Santa that flew up the chimney? And did Santa actually come back down and hook up with the mom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't so show that that's their dad. Uh, here's the thing. They imply that it's their dad. That's the whole beef between the two kids is yeah. he's like, no, it's really Santa. No, it's really a dad. Uh, he clearly comes down the chimney and then flies up it later on. And yeah. so you think mm-hmm. like in my head, in my head canon, um, because also going with the end of the movie, he drives his his sleigh van off oh, the bridge the and then goes the up idea. into the moon, right? In my in my head canon, he actually is the child of Santa Claus. Their dad yeah, is yeah, Santa Claus. Sense. Yeah. And, Real Christmas magic. Right? And he's yeah. really magic. And I I like that you brought up Elf earlier because I thought. An elf, there's a part where like they think he's crazy, rather right? like, he shows up dressed as a fucking elf, right? Like <laughs> there's some similar similarities between these two movies. If Will Farrell was actually a demented person who thought he was Santa Claus or an elf, right? And went on a killing spree versus this, right? Like you 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 could get there in a certain way that movie could have been made. But uh yeah, I, I just feel like maybe his maybe his story is true. Yeah, that's it. It's there's just so much about this movie where I'm just like people like this like none of this makes any goddamn sense like yeah the the whole thing with the the Santa at the beginning and then um uh God there's just so much you just said that I want to touch on so uh when uh the 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 killer man like in uh, the the present day tries to go down the chimney and he's just like kind of wiggling and stuff. Why is that? It's like Michael Bay shot this fucking thing. Like edit some of this. I don't need to see him putting the ladder, (laughs) extending it up on the roof, him walking up there, picking up his shit, walking over to the chimney. Like that sequence is so fucking long. Uh, it could I'll have give been you that for sure. He, yeah, he he it's got slow. in the chimney. I don't know how he thought he could possibly like fit through there, and it shows him like hitting the the brick with his like fist. I'm like, what? What do you think that's gonna do? Do you think it's gonna like start a carburetor? Like that's not gonna. I don't know what you thought that was gonna happen. So then he has to like get out of the chimney and just like goes into the house through a window or a door or some shit. And then at the end of the movie, where his his car flies off the bridge, like you were saying, into mm-hmm. the night. Do you, there was an episode of Home Improvement. <laughs> Stick with me here. An episode of Home Improvement that takes place at Christmas. And then, like, uh, there's something about, like, uh, the, the littlest kid, Mark, I think, before he becomes goth, Mark. Mm-hmm. He He's talking about, like, Santa Claus being real and, and people giving him a hard time and all this stuff throughout the episode. At the end of the episode, he walks outside and he stares up into the sky. And it's implied that he's seeing Santa Claus fly off, meaning that Santa Claus exists in the real oh, yeah. world that Home Improvement sits in. I think that's so, a bunch of shows, though. Yeah. And it all, it's bad every time. I hate it all. <laughs> And it, when it happens in this movie, I'm like, oh, so this guy just like fucking goes out there, and murders people, and then is he becomes Santa Claus? So 
at that point, it brings me back to the Tim Allen verse of uh-huh. it all. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, so is this the Santa that dies on Tim Allen's <laughs> roof in the Santa Claus? And so uh, he picks maybe. up the, the legacy of this whole thing. I feel like this could be part of the Santa Claus verse. Mm-hmm. I think you should, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you so, certainly could go that route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you could say that's how he inherited Santa Claus from his dad because no one killed his dad. Maybe his dad just died oh, at yeah. home of natural causes. Yeah. And then he took mm-hmm. over the mantle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely had the thought that, yeah, some because his dad does fly up the chimney and they don't. And then they like hear the bells. Yeah, yeah, you hear Santa flying away at the end. So I was mm-hmm. like, I really thought did his dad like just mimic flying up the chimney and then put on a speaker system on the roof to <laughs> simulate Santa? Yeah, so I thought about all that, but that's like, ah, it's just silly and it's fun. And then, yeah. uh, but the editing, you know, I do get some of that. Yeah, they could have edited a little bit better. That was one of the, and they part of that opening scene too, like the the parent, the mom and the kids just disappear. They're like sitting and on the steps. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> and then they disappear. And I was like, why did they do that? I don't, I don't know. There's I a it. lot of weird things in this that I, I forgive mm. those types of things. Like Brent will mention that sometimes in, the, in a movie kind of like this. And and I don't know. When I watch those, I'm like, hey, they're low budget. There's like a certain, mm. uh, I don't know. It's okay to me. Like I like it. It's charming. That it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like they literally disappear and then like show the stairs like a second too long. Yeah. It's like, yeah. just cut before they disappear. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, it's so weird, do, but it's kind of charming. Do you know what the the budget for this movie was? Because like, if I had to wager a guess, I'd be like eight dollars fifty cents. It was four hundred fifty thousand like was the original budget, but he mm. ended oh. up making it for nine hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh that, my god! And Joe Bob speculated that's why he would never got another job. <laughs> he never made it. <laughs> Um, at the also at the end of the movie where like the brothers like chasing Santa down and he falls down that hill that's just like snow carpet oh yeah like, guys you didn't have to put it you didn't have to put it in the movie like if it's gonna look that bad you don't have to put it in there that's just like white cloth yeah it's so oh, silly God. sometimes but that's what I don't know charming is the way the word it keeps coming to my mind because it, there's something weird about that kind of stuff that is like endearing i guess that they did leave it in there when when it is to me a movie that could have been better like made with better production values or whatever but like it still has a lot of these like character moments and like his brother like suspecting him this whole time and like then he shows up and he's like you're obviously crazy you think you're santa claus and like you're blaming me for being a child and like causing this trauma like it's like a real it, it feels like um a real thing like dealing with someone with mental illness or whatever and like how would you deal with that but then he falls down this carpet snow and then his fucking brother drives off into the moon and you're like what just happened but for <laughs> yeah. some reason i find that charming you know all of that yeah. so and, and those things that are like yeah like them just the things that are kind of bad editing and whatnot for some movies yeah like you're saying they make it a little bit charming i don't i'm not sure if that's like how they make me feel but i like the fact that they're bad and not mm. not all bad horror movies are just good because they're bad and there are plenty of yeah. bad ones that are just bad but you know it's like why is evil dead so great it's because it's so bad but uh yeah this had just little bits of that in there mm-hmm. and and i loved all of it and and when i hear brent react 
I, it makes me love it so much more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It kind of helps. Right. Like, yeah. and it's the same way that like, I, I think of showing that if I'd gotten to show this to my wife, she would have been exactly like Brent, like, what the fuck did you just make me watch? What, mm-hmm. what was this guy doing? What's that about? You know, like there's so much weird in it. Um, but I like it the same way, like the weird stuff with the mom in the beginning and the, the crotch sniffing and stuff. Like it makes me think of like sleepaway camp which is also like a really like cheesy schlocky thing, you know, that just has these weird moments that are so off putting that it's like intriguing or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they make weird annual Christmas movies now, you know, like this one, would or whatever, like it's just <laughs> something weird and different to watch, but I don't know that I could show it to a lot of people. Yeah. That's why I love, I love that you guys liked it. Uh, Mitch said that he liked this movie as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, I can see that, but I'm like, I can't show this to my parents, you know, like, <laughs> I'll be like, no. what are you on, man? You know? No, you know, once you get into that the first like five minutes yeah. with like Snana Snana. <laughs> That's what we call it when you do that. Yeah, I guess so. That's the term. Yeah. Santa sniffing the sniz. You gotta do it. Um, but uh yeah, you don't want to watch that with your with your family. Yeah. Um I've got like three final yeah, notes it, on my end. Um, so uh, the one thing I liked about this movie, the the one redeeming thing where I like perked up a little bit is when there's a little like stuffed Incredible Hulk doll under a Christmas oh. tree <laughs> at one point. And I was like, hey, well, there you go. Nice. It's a Marvel movie. I, okay, uh, cool. I was I was present briefly for this movie. Uh, there's also a point in the movie where uh, before he puts on the beard and all the, the costume and stuff, he is like creeping outside of this one house and he puts mud on his face. So yes. he's essentially in blackface, but he like presses <laughs> his, his hands and his mouth yeah. up against the, the siding of this house. And I don't understand the, the reasoning for that. I but he was just I, marking it and then like scaring the kid, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of wondered if it maybe was like an, I'm watching you yeah. type of warning. Like, Cause that, that was the little creepy. boy. Was that. <laughs> and then wow. I, I love that little boy. The oh, little, the, like, the fucked up one. House boy, yeah. yeah, he's like cutting out the. And then when they're like, "What do you guys wish for?" And he's like, "I wish for a year or a lifetime supply of penthouse." Yeah. I was like, "That poor little baby." This <laughs> little pervert. He just yeah. knows what he wants. <laughs> I yeah. like I like the handprint thing and the the mouth thing because it's so weird again and off putting, <laughs> but I I I love to think of like an alternate world where we got sequels to this movie and he is Santa Claus now and he has magic and there's like he does that as like a symbol it's like a the Batman right yeah. to like all of the bad kids <laughs> in the world he does that fucking thing on their house or whatever out of mud and it's like I would love that just fucked yeah. up I feel like we need fan fiction. Yeah, I mean, I think we should. I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, and it's it's fan fiction that dives deep into slash fiction immediately <laughs> with with that opening scene. Um, and then the the final thing else I have to say about this movie is uh, the the that neighborhood with all of the plastic Santas. Yeah. And uh, like sleds and reindeer and all that shit, like lining the the driveway. He like pulls up next to it and he's like, "Oh wow, this is incredible! It's so inviting." To me, that's like the complete opposite. <laughs> I'd be like, "Keep driving." I would relock the windows. I would just like pick up the pace to get the fuck away from that. But he, he was really like, yeah, he's all into to it. it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That just, it made me, so, made me so tense seeing all that. I, was like, oh, good. <laughs> made you tense. I don't trust Ugh. these people. I don't like it. Way too much effort into this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> They're wasting too much electricity doing all this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have any additional notes? They, the blackface thing where he presses up, I thought that was going to have more to do. I did think mm. he was going to do it to more houses and he yeah. didn't. But yeah. the fact that he didn't is one of those things where I'm like, I'm glad they didn't because it adds to his psychosis. Yeah. Um, 
He covered his whole face, not just his yeah. mouth. Yeah. And that's all he touched. Like, he, he made sure that his forehead was covered, and it had nothing to do with it. I don't know if he was just trying to exfoliate or what. And the the mom never cleaned it off the house. You see it days later. So, uh, <laughs> She's like, I guess that's there now. She didn't even, like, care about it yet. I mean, yeah. She probably thought her kid did it. Yeah. You know, like, he's making art. I kind of would have liked... You know, like uh, in Forrest Gump, there's like the guy who he gets like mud on his face and the guy is trying to do the T-shirt designs and he like yeah. wipes his face and it's the smiley mm-hmm. face design. Like it makes no mm-hmm. sense that that would actually happen. I wish he would have pressed his mud face against that house and it was like a full bearded Santa <laughs> like look like, you know, like so crisp and clean that it's like, oh, that Santa was here, you know. <laughs> like in writing it said ho ho no <laughs> as in you know get your shit together kid man i uh, i i did love like the way his psychosis was portrayed like um like i said i feel like the whole movie was about him trying to find himself <laughs> because he keeps telling yeah. people like i found my tune i found my right. tune and he keeps talking to people like they know what he's talking about like um the new guy at work you know, he's like, mm. you're worse than he is. He doesn't even know there is a tune, but you know how to play it and you still suck. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. keeps, like, he, it just, I just loved the way that this, like, is something that exists only in his head, but he is mm-hmm. convinced that it's something that, like, everyone is aware of. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I just loved that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's, I also like that this movie, in a weird way, it, it <laughs> it's so stupid and weird, but it does mean something. Like they're they are showing like realistic, well, not maybe realistic, but they're showing like real problems that people have, right? And this psychosis and this breakdown and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I like that he is so into what he's into. He's so into into Christmas that he's like angry with the rest of the world for just like being assholes, and that's just a feeling I. Uh, like appreciate i understand like with christmas or with like just general shitty people in the world now or whatever um there seems like there's so many of them and i'm like yeah just fuck all those people and he really like is like nobody nobody cares like i he's just trying to make toys at a factory for kids and nobody cares about the quality and like his whole thing with like his boss is like they're, they're like playing a video of his boss like on a beach being like, if you guys are more productive, we can give toys to the the hospital kids. Also, if you guys give up your own money. And I'm like, that's exactly what we're going through right now. Like all yeah. these people fed up with their bosses and all this bullshit of like, you know, record profits, but like raising prices and not caring, whatever. And I'm like, I totally get his plight. He goes crazy. Yeah. But like he starts off being like, he just wants people to be better. And, yeah. and then he maintains that with the kids. He maintains the joy while also being like, I'm also going to kill these stupid adults. And like, I don't know, there's something weird about that. I just connect. It does start out. Yeah. With that whole thing is very like proletariat against the yeah. bourgeoisie where he's like, no, you guys have the money. Like, right. Yeah. Fuck like, you. Yeah. yeah. So he steals from the rich to gift. I love it. Yeah. Little kids in the hospital. Uh, oh, and we, so sweet. He, he kills that dude in his house. Um, the guy yeah. that was getting him to work for him and then went and drinking with his buddies. Um, but he still gives toys to that kid, that guy's kids. Yeah, because right? his kids are doing anything wrong. And he, he like smiles like, at him. Slices his out. head with a, with a star. Like it's just. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he sliced his throat with a star because as he was smothering him, I did comment on the fact that I, I hate it when people get smothered with a pillow because mm. I, I can breathe through a pillow. So I, I, <laughs> I, I, like, I've tried. 
<laughs> I, yeah, I still, I'm still a lot. <laughs> and he's not using a pillow. He's using a sack of toys. I know, right? Not even going to be yeah. as firm as a pillow. It's going to have all he's probably got like pockets. an air pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do like that too. Yeah, and like the whole, t- I, he's like struggling trying to kill this dude for like a good minute, and the wife is like. Well, because like, doesn't even like, I, turn one around. thing I point out, Derek, they're on two separate beds. They're oh, sleeping I didn't notice. on two twin beds pushed together. Gotcha. So yeah, you can what? see, like, yeah, you can see the scene. And I thought it was weird, like when it um that makes more sense over and showed that. Yeah, I was like, why would why are they on two beds? And why is this movie pointing it out? And then it was like, oh, okay. Because otherwise she would like there's no race, she yeah. wouldn't feel that or whatever, right? Like <laughs> she took some fucking ambient or something. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, I I like that eventually that he gets up and then he's like, oh, I got this star. I'm going to slash your throat now. And it's just gruesome and and gross. But he's like, kids, bye. Your dad's a dick, but (laughs) you guys are cool, I guess. (laughs) The only other thing that I wanted to point out, and I assume we all watch the same version, but Mm. I mean, I don't know if there's an updated version, but like you see all the cigarette burns in the movie up in the corner. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. I could edit those out. I don't even know how to edit anything. <laughs> yeah. I did see that there. Yeah, there's like a director's cut, and there's like various DVD and Blu-ray releases and stuff. And then I saw that. Yeah, I watch this on Shutter as well, so it doesn't say anything about it. But it, I did see when I was googling it in general, Shutter rec- uh, said it was like the uncut version. So I assume it is like a director's cut, but I don't know. Like uh, the movie was made so cheaply and so long ago, I don't know. They had good quality or not. Like, there's a apparently the Blu ray is like a 4K re release and stuff, like, or transfer, like a master. But, um, I imagine they're this movie is like muddy and dark and stuff. Like, it's not shot that well, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. If there's much to clean up, I guess. But, uh, I read that the director's cut had an extra 37 seconds of the brother falling down that snow carpet <laughs> that was integral to the ending. So, I would watch that. Uh huh. Yeah. Just on a yeah. loop. Uh-huh. I love to think because the rest of it does look like actual snow, though. Right? Am I wrong? Like <laughs> yeah. most of the movie, yeah, there's real it. snow. Was that like uh-huh. a pickup shot? If they like reshoot and they're like, yeah. "Are you sure this looks good?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Just uh, tumble do, down that. Do we need to show the brother falling yeah, down this hill? Oh, it's absolutely. Yeah. It's important that it's there. We have to know why he doesn't follow his brother. It's like, couldn't he just like stop and like stand there in the street as he no, sees no, no, this no. van fly off into the sky? No. You gotta no. show him down the look, hill. Look, uh, my mother, she said that we could use her toy factory if we also <laughs> pimp her snow carpets. So it has to be on the movie. Yeah, and it is. And it is. It's it's all right there, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a blast talking about this movie with you guys. Even you, mm-hmm. Brett. It was I always love whatever you really don't click with something, and it's kind of like Yep, that makes sense for you. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, yeah. it does. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad that you guys had a good time watching it with your kids, uh, even better. And uh, and we definitely thank you for coming on the show. So um, um, yeah, you did you want to go ahead and plug your show or anything else, you guys, social media or whatever? Uh, yeah, you can check us out. Uh, the podcast is called True Criminals, where we talk to regular people about the crimes they've committed. Sweet. And yeah, it's on all the regular podcatchers that you you find podcasts on. Cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find all of our info in the show notes as usual. You can rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. Five stars is appreciated. And uh, yeah, yeah uh, I would love to have you guys back. Maybe we'll talk about something schlocky again that, that Brent mm-hmm. might love. 
who knows so it's possible it's possible i, I remember liking all of uh, the october stuff where we did a, a bunch of like horror discussion mm-hmm. and i had a blast doing that she's just something about christmas that's just like <laughs> no i none of this is for me yeah it makes me feel like i i thought watching this movie even before i watched it and i realized like this is not going to be good for brent i was like are there any other ones like next year you know like are we going to do Christmas stuff at all or whatever? And there, there always is just something like, um, I want to show you whatever. Like I grew up on Santa Claus, the movie. Have you guys, did you guys grow up on that at all? Do you remember that one it has Dudley Moore in it and oh. John Lithgow. All right. So know. Santa Claus, the movie is just so fucking weird. It's made in 85. It's about like the origins of Santa Claus and the elves are just like, it's just like a cool looking thing, whatever, but it's essentially about, how the reindeer use like a special glitter thing to be able to fly. And Dudley Moore is an elf and he steals it and sells it to a capitalist named John, who's just John Lithgow. And they put it into suckers so that everybody in the world can fly. And he's like an evil henchman. And it's just like this weird fucked up eighties movie that it's like really charming. I like it a lot. The Santa Claus is the guy who plays Mr. Lebowski in the big Lebowski. Uh, who's not Jeff Bridges, right? Like yeah. <laughs> just has all these quirky things that I like a lot. But I'm like, I thought about that. I was like, that'd be fun to show Brent because it's like nobody I know besides my family's ever heard of it. And then I was like, Brent would fucking hate it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he would hate that movie. It's very like so sappy, you know. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe next year we'll just skip Christmas stuff altogether. Who knows? But uh I was trying Gremlins. I like Gremlins. There you go. See, like, yeah, there's mm-hmm. definitely stuff there. And I I Die thought, Hard. Do you like Die Hard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about that before. Yeah. I watched that just two nights ago, I guess. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So yeah, there's ones out there, but I I realized like it's a futile effort. I really shouldn't try. So (laughs) who knows? Anyway, what we had to try, you know, at a certain point. (laughs) I I Um, do need to point out that like, I don't particularly love Christmas for the Christmassy reason. I like Christmas stuff. I grew up Jehovah's Witness. so I wasn't even allowed to celebrate Christmas. Gotcha. Yeah. So I like giving up presents and I like decorating my house. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, that's simple enough. I mean, obviously Brent and I both are religious, so there's no, no aspect of that. Uh, for me, I just really like the the season, I guess, in general, whatever. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I was hoping we were going to talk a lot more about Jesus, but <laughs> <laughs> next time, right. We'll save that for off air. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bible study. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we're doing Bible study after this. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anything else for, for you, Brent or, uh, uh, yeah, we can talk about what we're going to do on the next yeah. episode. Uh, so we haven't done a uh, an Asian pop culture episode in, I believe, one full year's time. So we're going to do it here at the very last moment it in. for uh, for the calendar of 2021. Uh, we're going to do the follow-up to Train to Busan, which is the sequel, which I'm looking at the title here. And much like Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, <laughs> this is Train to Busan presents Peninsula. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to watch that. Have you guys seen Train to Busan? No. Oh my god, it's so fucking it's good. It's really good, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would highly it's recommend it. It's on Netflix. It. I don't know if Peninsula is streaming anywhere, but you you definitely gotta watch Train to Busan, especially before Hollywood gets a hold of it, and I believe they're in, in uh, production on remaking that it's movie. It's called Last Train to New York, as far as I've heard. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The original is really pretty badass. I'm excited to see the, the follow-up as well, because it's been out for a while and I haven't seen it, so... Uh, mm-hmm. It'd be fun to, yep. uh, to do another Asian pop culture. So, uh, yes. yes, tune in for that next week. And uh, we definitely had a blast having you guys on, and we'll, we'll have you on again. So, thanks. Mm-hmm. And um, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. I'm Rachel. I'm Eric. All right, let's talk later.
Oh, no, Brent. Yeah. What did you What did you guys do at the beginning of Christmas Evil with your kids in the room where Santa was down there sniffing uh, the old lady's carpet? Well, <laughs> what did that feel like? Oh, we said, cover your eyes, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we just watched the movie. If you do anything, that's even weirder. Yeah. <laughs> I used did to have you to know that was going to be part of it? Well, I did from like when we had put it on a few days before. Oh, I'm yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I had seen mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would just keep like a water bottle on me. And if they like turn their heads even a little bit toward me, I'm just. <laughs> Just spray him, spray him right down. It's like, ooh, you don't want to make any contact at that point. That's why you know? Brent and I don't have kids. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because Brent is a spray bottle parent. Yeah, that's right. Most of the time, it's water in there, but sometimes, you, know, man. you know, sometimes it's vodka, sometimes it's pee. Yeah. Mom, Either way, you can drink it right down. My mom did used to make me cover my eyes when sex scenes and stuff would come on TV. Oh yeah! Oh really? Yeah. That's why you're so weird about sex. <laughs> I covered my eyes when that scene came on. We were watching. <laughs> yeah, the kids can watch it, but you're over there like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Not Tell today, me what Satan. happens. Tell me when it's safe. <laughs> Gord. Oh, there's the robot lady. That's you know. I realized on, the, on the last record that it doesn't have it, the robot lady on there. I know we've, we talk about it a lot. Like, ha ha ha, and then it doesn't show up. So yeah, nobody knows weird. what we're talking about yet. Because I did the robot lady talking shit about you last time, and it just seems like wildly out of context. Yeah, but... you just were a robot talking shit about yeah. me for no reason. Yeah, which that's is cool. weird. I accept that. It's kind of like I do that in real life, but what you know, what, what can you do? That's fine. Yeah. Um, so uh, I do have a a um, a thing that occurred earlier this week, which was I have this collection at my desk at work of these different hand sanitizer bottles. And look, I was a... a not a germaphobe, but like I, I like to have clean hands, like even pre-pandemic. That was my whole thing. I always had hand sanitizer around me. It's a real pain in the ass around wintertime because I don't use lotion and my hands get like super cracked and they start bleeding my knuckles. But uh, I'm like, well, and I got to rub alcohol on them. And then I rub alcohol on them yeah, and it really just absorbs right into those cuts. And it makes it really makes you feel alive, you know, yeah. <laughs> in lieu of coffee that can help wake you up in a, in a given Feels morning. Good. But I had all these different like... Uh, containers of hand sanitizer that were down to the very bottom and I was going to get to the point where I was going to start uh, pouring the excess into like one big container and one of my coworkers was like why do you have all of these scattered around and I was like well I plan on marrying these together and then like in my head I was like well it's not really marrying them it's really like consummating the hand sanitizer together right like I, I did have a little ceremony because, as I mentioned on a previous episode, I did, uh, you know, marry my friends Ross and Katie, and mm-hmm. uh, it's forever binding. No divorce will ever shatter that. Um, <laughs> you don't I, I, let them? Do you have well, to do I, the divorce? I mean, if, is that how oh, that works? Yeah, that's a good, good question. Yeah, they would have to come directly to me. <laughs> and you're not going to allow it. <laughs> well, th- there's a hefty, hefty penalty. <laughs> so... But like as I was like moving this or squeezing the hand sanitizer into this big one, I was like it was like it was pretty like gross, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got, the little, yeah, you got the little like nubby of the squeeze one that you like Ooh. poke into the the hole of the other. You're doing this at sexy. work. Oh yes, this doesn't sound safe for work. In view of the public. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out my OnlyFans for this. It was it was pretty <laughs> rad. 
<laughs> I don't want to check that out, I don't think. Well, you have to check it out. <laughs> have you ever married anything together, like the uh, like ketchup bottles or, or anything like that? Have you ever gone through that process? Or yeah. on a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like the ketchup. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've done that, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like very specific. You have to line up the the holes just right, and then you have to mm-hmm. like try to balance one thing on top of another one. Again, what are you talking about, Brent? This is really dirty conversation is for this early not, in the morning. Is this not good? You gotta you not... gotta line up the holes and balance them. Yes, of course. Two thousand one of there's a whole section bearing. on. Have you never, never been intimate with anything, Stephen? I not with ketchup bottle. <laughs> Not yet. This is how it all works. Holes. <laughs> this is how it all works. This is how babies get made. I want to see this presentation to like a bunch of middle schoolers to try to explain how things work. <laughs> They're like, well, you take two ketchup bottles mm-hmm. and squeeze them together. You know, like. Well, well look, when we take LTAS on the road and uh-huh, we tour all these schools. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're just like, we have to set up this PowerPoint presentation in every gymnasium, you know? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be. Live in front of a bunch of middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. our brand. Hold on to your empty hand sanitizers. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll hand that's out the samples. T-shirt. Hold on to your empty hand sanitizers, kids. Yeah. That's that's our tour shirt. And it's just like a list of middle schools, it's like JFK school, just like over and over again. Yeah. You know, uh huh. Robert Ronald Reagan High, man. We'll have like uh plus up packages that you could buy to where people can come back and help us empty out like half of the hand sanitizer bottles okay yeah it's a whole like movement it is yeah it's it's an environmental thing it's a a sexual education thing it's a skill you know me i'm not into waste right so i'm not trying to have uh a quarter of hand sanitizer left in a bottle that just gets tossed in the garbage Mm -hmm. you know yeah, you need to utilize that. It's there for a reason. That's, the Lord put it there smart. for us to use. <laughs> so the hand sanitizers made you believe in the Lord now? No, but I mean, I feel like uh, to support this uh, thing I just said. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good for, for, for your yeah. own means or and the, right. This the moment. Lord makes garbage essentially, and uh, that's how we have to uh, utilize it. I don't know. I really abandoned this whole premise <laughs> right away. It wasn't very strong, no. You know, but if if you want to start a religious movement and or a cult, I think this is a good start. Well, look, I just don't. I don't like waste. Is mm-hmm. is kind of my whole thing. Um, and uh, Eric, I was listening to your last episode of True Criminals, and I also was disappointed <clears throat> that you are one to just use nature as. A I don't can. litter. I you... don't. I describe <laughs> times when I had littered, uh-huh. like. The, in the past before before i got married oh okay so she like tamed you of your littering ways i mean i would i don't like to say it that way but you know she is holding a bullwhip people can't see that at home right now but that is part of bar stool are you a lion i'm sorry (laughs) so i do have this really fun time this is actually it's not even a fun story so i littered one time though (laughs) i was this is like I was walking back to to my house. I still live with my mom at this point, and I had a soda, but it was a paper cup, so I guess I got it from a fast food place. Mm. And I, I drank it, and I'm walking past my brother's uh, school, 
I just that would just happen to be in the pa pathway to the house. And I sat it on one of those giant gas meters or water meters or whatever, some sort of meter mm -hmm. thing outside the school. Mm -hmm. and I sat it there and I walked home because I was stubborn with it. And then I noticed a month later, it was still there. Just still sitting up? up. Still up. Wow. Up. The ice had melted and kept it from blowing over. And so then I told my brother, I was like, man, I set that cup there I, like a month ago. And then he knocked it down the next day. What a dick. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I've always thought that about your brother <laughs> for well, years now. You uh, I don't know him, but I clearly don't like him. Yeah. You could sense it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He came on our show one time and he told a story about stabbing somebody. So <laughs> see, I yeah. That's I've wondered how far your show might go. And there you go. You got you got littering cups at school. Oh wait, I just blew his anonymity. <laughs> yeah. Oops. We can bleep that. We, we probably won't uh, because we're we're very lazy, but oh, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. No one listens to this show either, so you know, don't don't even <laughs> but, worry about it. But the Venn diagram of how small our audience is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there will be no crossover here. So, yeah, like the starting point is someone would have to give a fuck, and there's just <laughs> yeah, there's no no room on that uh, that runway there, so mm. nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so especially this because it's like can be at the end of the show. Nobody sticks mm -hmm. around for that. No. So. No, people make it like halfway into the show. They're like, God, they're not at the main topic yet. <laughs> Still. This. Yeah. yeah. It's a two was... hours. <laughs> They've been talking about chicken sandwiches for 30 minutes. <laughs> Truth. Man, I can't yeah. deny that. Holy shit. Well, look, when you find your niche, you, um, I'd say you got to stick with it, but we're, we're not even consistent on that. So, mm. you know. Have you guys talked about the KFC double down that went away? Oh, man. Never had it. We, no. Oh yes, I've I've had it before. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's where they had the the bun of a chicken sandwich was just two <laughs> chicken breasts, <laughs> and then like in between I it was like was it. cheese and bacon and right. I don't remember. It was something like cheese and bacon in the middle of two mm -hmm. chicken breasts. Yeah, no bread. I had I had it twice. That actually uh, sounds good for Brent because he doesn't like bread. Yeah, just it was, it was good. It was good, but I, I felt like such a overwhelming piece of shit for eating it like i it's funny that you mentioned this eric because i just thought about eating that the other day and i was like i felt bad like not gross or like i had tummy trouble i just felt like shit like i was a garbage human being <laughs> for eating that and then also at a uh, state fair once we they had um and i think they have this kid, uh, going forward but they had the crispy cream like donut burger yeah where like oh, yeah. the the buns are crispy cream donuts and i've had that once and i was like man i just really feel like a piece of shit like i don't deserve to live after eating this <laughs> for choosing that yeah like this is where i am like this is what this is like we've put people on the moon, you know, we've mm -hmm. had all these vaccines Allegedly. and stuff, but like here, here I am <laughs> eating this like trash food essentially, but like, I don't know. I'd like an existential crisis over it, but then I like finished it because, you know, I'm not about to waste food, but yeah, uh, I had one. I ate one one time. I don't remember it though. I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. The, the double down or the crisp uh crispy cream double, the double down the double mm -hmm. down and sometimes i'll just get a craving for like 
something like that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm just hungry and I know what I want to eat right now <laughs> is something that makes me feel bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I um, identify with that, man. I just can't believe they made that. Like, I don't like bread either. And so anytime I get like a burger or chicken sandwich or anything, I end up with a huge pile of bread on mm. like my plate or wrapper or whatever. Cause I just pull off just shit tons of excess bread. But to so it's think good of, for you too then. Oh, but I no. God. She litters that bread to the ducks. <laughs> no, I oh, that's a whole good, yeah. thing about you don't feed ducks bread. It's bad for them. But anyway, no, like well, I bread is a duck, so I believe that. Ugh. Quack quack. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh it's a little much for me. They're, they also have like a bowl thing that's like mashed oh, potatoes yeah, that's and gross corn too. like that. I don't like mixing stuff like that, so that's like too much for me. That's good. Wait, you don't like mixing foods together? Not like oh that. My, God. Like, my dad's like that. He'll like he'll specifically put like a bunch of corn on his mashed potatoes to like mix that together. I'm like, oh yeah, out of here. yeah. See, there you go. Yeah, not for me. Do you have do your plates have those separators on them? <laughs> like uh, elementary. Sometimes uh, I would Steven, like that with big old like yeah. I was gonna say, Stephen chooses to eat uh, out of a bunch of ramekins. He's got like twelve of them in front of him, just so there's no Brent, mixing of any sort. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. I do love a good ramekin. Mm-hmm. I really do. Separate those things out. Mm. Just keep it all separate. Mm. Yeah. It's like with breakfast. Just like the races. <laughs> Are we allowed? To, I don't know what you're showing. Can I say the N word? No. No. <laughs> Brent, this is going off the rails right away. <laughs> this is great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, man, that really the that threw me off. I was gonna say something else, so now I've I'm totally lost. I'm like, about how do the, I ever about the ramekins? Oh, ramekins. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say breakfast Week. food. Like breakfast food. If you uh, if if I get like savory things, eggs and bacon's and stuff, I can't have like pancakes on that same plate. I have to have like a separate plate for any like syrupy items. Yeah. Yeah, I get that with you because I hate for syrup to touch other foods. Yes, it gets everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's some foods that yeah I don't like to to get too close together. There you go. See, I'm winning the argument, Brent. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, especially if it's something like yeah something that has a sauce or something like that. I'm like, oh, ketchup's creeping too close. Ketchup should never touch mashed potatoes, but it should touch fried potatoes. So, wow, that's actually like pretty profound. I'm not even a ketchup <laughs> fan, but I'm like, it should never touch mashed potatoes, but it should touch fried potatoes. It's like, wow, okay, yeah. I get another t-shirt. Another All right. coming out of this conversation today. <laughs> oh my God. So um speaking about your guys' t-shirts. Oh, please. So I, I used that link to go order one. And so I put it in my cart and I put a shirt in my cart for one of my kids. And then I tried to check out and I just kept getting this error message over and over again that said that my information could not be verified hmm. and like not with my card, not with anything. And it was like, if this continues to happen, email T public. Mm-hmm. So I tried it like 30 times and then I emailed oh, over no. like three days or something. Then I emailed <laughs> T public and it wanted screenshots. I attached the screenshots. They emailed me back and they're like, well, you're entering your information wrong uh enter it correctly bye so like so i emailed them again and i'm like and i attached screenshots again oh my cats are fighting in the background too apparently okay anyway so and i'm like hey like it's still not working what's going on 
And so finally they, cause the only information they gave me is like, try clearing your cash. So I tried, uh-huh. didn't help. So I'm like, Hey, it's not working. So then they email me back and they're like, okay, send me all the information. Like send me the SKU numbers, the links to what you're wanting, the sizes, the colors, like everything about yourself, all your information, <laughs> I'll order it manually. And I'm like, what is happening? Damn. So you can I see just, all this in her Twitter feed too, because she has been. I tweeted oh, one thing about it. <laughs> She's been fighting no. with them for days. No, I did tweet once about it when they sent me the email that was just like, "We'll get your shit together." Yeah. Right. You know, like I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but uh, so anyway, I just created a different T Public account under my other email huh. address, and I entered all the same like address, billing info, and everything. Fucking went through fine. Wow. But also, too, when I was having the trouble and I was keep like having to keep trying and trying and trying, for some reason, even though I was logged into my T Public account, it was never saving my cart. And since you cannot search the like, shirt, like <laughs> yeah. every time I tried, I would have to go to your Instagram oh, account, man. click the link again, like re add it to my cart. Oh my God. I'm well, so sorry. I appreciate the dedication, though. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think I, the universe was telling you to stop doing that. Don't <laughs> buy well, stuff yeah. from this these people, us. Uh, but we At appreciate some point, that. I Man. just really dug my heels in, and I was like, yeah, "No, right. this is gonna work." At a certain point, you're like, "I don't even want the shirts anymore. I just need to know this actually works." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's somebody's listening. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate the uh, the shirt hustle there. Um, that uh, hopefully it's worth it. I don't know. I, I have not ordered any on on my end either, so I don't know uh, how the designs will come out. Uh, well, but look, I will see in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please let us know. Hopefully it's not all like pixelated and shit. I really like <laughs> tried to make sure all the files were up to date before we launched everything. But you know what? It's LTAS. It, it'll probably be yeah. bad. But, uh, but again, happens. we appreciate it. Yeah. I will wear yeah. it either way. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it could actually kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Some like sweat equity went into it, you know? <laughs> Damn. Okay. All right. So do we have a, a sync word that we can make out of any of that stuff? Steven? Mm. What do you think? Um, I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Double down. Double, Double down. down. There we go. Okay. That works. Okay. Perfect. So we'll, we'll uh, all four of us will say the word double down yeah. on la, la, three la, la, la. to sync. Oh, thank you. Mm. Sing me a little tune. I thought I was going to hold for a second. I was like, oh, shit. We're going to get Steven back. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go again. Okay, so double down to sync on three. One, two, three. Double, double down. down. Oh, there we go. That actually okay. said like a lot of times on Zoom, it seems like everybody's like, burr, 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 burr. but that mm-hmm. actually sounded like it actually was kind of in sync. Perfect. Good we'll job, see. guys. We got to keep practicing. We got to get those numbers right. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we can start recording. Wait. Have you not? Oh, okay. Okay. Don't Here you throw go. me off like that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little stinker. L-P.